Hello, and welcome to episode 169 hey, nice. Nice. <laughs> of the Gaming Fix podcast on April 24th, wait, wait on 424-2021, I am your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite bad movie. I am joined today by Allison. Hey there. (laughs) Pat. Uh, I don't know. Probably like. I would say Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones because I think that's a bad movie, but. Okay. Okay. Sand. It gets everywhere. I like. Course, it's great. I, I thought what you were. I, th- I heard you say. I thought you said Sam, and I was like, "Say." I was like, "Sam's here." No, but no. no. Uh, I I'll say that I watched that movie a couple months ago, and I did enjoy watching it. Now, I never used to enjoy watching it. I still think it's bad, but I at least enjoyed it. It's, it's the most recent time. And Alex, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Oh okay. Well. Okay, and I I'm I've decided my favorite bad movie is mm. everything in the Neil Breen oeuvre, but especially <laughs> Twisted Pair, where he plays uh, two twins. Has, has Neil has Neil Breen's movie selection ever been known as an oeuvre? <laughs> it, it is now. <laughs> is is uh, Double well, Dawn I, a part I, of an oeuvre? Oh, mm. those are like those are definitely like. I don't know how to phrase it. So I don't want to say good, bad, because they're bad. But enjoy feel, enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is garbage, but like they're kind I of, like it. They're kind of Tommy Wiseau esque, right? In that like Yes. They're although a couple some of them are a lot more watchable than others like i would sure. say that um fateful findings is very well, watchable as a bad movie well, whereas say uh i am here dot 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 now is not very watchable i will say we we i went to go see the room at a, a screening once that tommy wiseau was at and uh they he showed his like new thing before it Oh, is that like Which, the sitcom? Yes. And it was aggressively, like, it was painful to watch. It was not, he was like trying to recreate the weirdness of the room in like a friends style format. And it was just <laughs> See, that's the thing. like aggressive trash and it was not watchable I f- at I f- all. I feel like that's the thing that's difficult with bad movie makers blowing up. Like for... Uh, I, yeah. I I I I pieced out of Birdemic two a while into it because I was like, this is just like they gave him a budget and he's like yeah. aware that it's bad, but he's tr- still trying to make a bad movie. Whereas, uh, like somehow Neil Breen has five movies under his belt and he still hasn't gotten to that point yet. So it's like I what I love well, too is the way things like Wikipedia. 
describes Neil Breed as an American independent filmmaker and actor. His films have garnered a cult following for their alternative acting, writing, and editing, and no budget production values. He, see, <laughs> he, like, he, no, these movies just suck shit, man. And, like, and, and the photo of him on this Wikipedia is him with his eyes closed. Eyes are closed. I am one hundred percent that he wrote this Wikipedia page. Sorry, Alex. That's illegal. I was going to th- say, I think the best bad media is when it's sincere. Like it, that's, yeah. why yeah. I love, that's why I love yeah. uh, Neil Breen yeah. so much. That's why the room is, is enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the room is like such an old touchstone at this point that it's kind of like, yeah. But the room is like, I, I, wa- but, you know, I mean, I watched the room way after I'd seen stuff like Birdemic and I, even after I'd seen like Fateful Findings and I'd seen a lot of bad movies and it holds up as being yeah. like, like iconic garbage where <laughs> just, <laughs> well, iconic garbage is a great name for a podcast. So many. Oh my individual... god! Now, do I need to start a bad movie podcast called Iconic Garbage? I'm Aiden sure you'd be the Pierce's first person. Iconic Garbage. You'd be the first person ever to make a bad movie podcast. Oh, I I listen to several bad movie podcasts. You make it on the game. I know you are. Game podcast. I know. Bad game podcast. You shouldn't do it just because it's a saturated market. I'm not look. Super GG Radio already exists, Andre. So. <laughs> um, so I was googling iconic garbage, and the first thing that came up was iconic garbage truck. So no, <laughs> apparently, there's uh, some iconic whoa, whoa. garbage trucks. What, what's what's the first image for iconic garbage truck? It's like the Ninja Turtles. Don't they like have a garbage truck? What they like? Do they? I don't know. Isn't that like a thing? There is um, almost certainly a toy. Going to the Steam Workshop for Sato Corsa <laughs> to see if there's someone. Yeah, a Ninja Turtles garbage. Ninja Turtles garbage truck. Yeah, there's definitely a Ninja Turtles garbage truck. That's too bad. That's so sad. Uh, This this iconic garbage truck is just a fucking garbage truck. I don't know how to describe it. It's big. It's got a big big old dumper, and it's got stuff to put (laughs) stuff in the dumper. (laughs) You and me both, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That that's sure. No, I I. And now there's a, a. the the first result when you search iconic garbage truck is the Atlas Obscura uh, page about the evolution of the garbage truck. Yep. Yep. Well, speaking of the evolution of the garbage truck, uh, <laughs> it's time for this podcast to evolve and have our first email segment. Ooh, first first you, ever email uh, segment. That's not true, is it? I don't know. We've had emails before. We've had emails Have before. We? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, two. well, this is, well, we're doing it <laughs> early this time. We're, you know, uh, beginning of the show. And so if you would like to have your email read, you can send an email to gaming at fix.space and we'll read it on the show. If if it's With, like appropriate, yeah, I was gonna say we'll not. It's not a guarantee we'll read it if you just like, the, put the word. The, there is one hundred and fifty times. Maybe we'll see how the show goes. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be upfront, but you know. Uh, today we are going to read. Uh, we've got an email here from David from Brazil, and they ask, "What's your go-to gaming snack?" I don't really I'm, snack I'm like when I play a, games. 
Mm. Yeah, me me neither. But you got to do something like uh, not like dusty like Doritos. I don't know how Doritos became the game and snack. Yeah, you can't, like, you yes, because occasionally I because so, occasionally I'll have a couple of Cheetos anything, yeah. and then I'll be like, I want to play a video game. So, and you're like, well, wait, I don't want to get my video games all disgusting. Here, so I'll say yeah. my probably Cheetos is up there for me. I mean, I don't eat Cheetos that often. It's like a treat. Mm-hmm. But if it is a treat that I really enjoy, here's the trick. That my partner taught me. You just use chopsticks. Oh yeah, I need yep. to. You just pick that. up. You just pick up totally. some. You pick up individual Cheetos with some chopsticks. One, it slows you down, so you don't end up eating the entire bag of Cheetos in one sitting. Two, you don't get anything on your hands, so it works. It's that's that, uh, is, that is the way to go. I'm pretty practiced with chopsticks at this point, so. Uh-huh. And, and Cheetos, <laughs> I am also pretty practiced with chopsticks, but I'm still not particularly good. At, like mm-hmm. my hand dexterity just doesn't work yeah. really well for them. But it's very easy to pick up Cheetos with chopsticks. That they're like yeah. they're like practically baked to be picked up by chopsticks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna put out a weird one. Well, weird for the sake of gaming. I I if I'm gonna snack, it's gonna be fruit. Usually, mm, okay. Uh, that's that. I feel r- depending on the fruit can run into the same thing as a uh, as like a Dorito a or a Cheeto, where it's like juicy and like yeah, yeah wet. Lots yeah, if you're like sticky. If you're squishing you can, a pineapple in your fist or something, absolutely. But I, I mean, you know, you get like you're like touching it. It's like yeah, you're like you know, like like you know, a nice juicy peach, and then you just like, oh no, all totally. this peach juice. Uh, I mean, like if you, you, you know, you cut stuff up. You got like a utensil, but I think dump truck. I think <laughs> grapes mm-hmm. make for a great game Hell yeah. snacking fruit. That's a, you know uh, what? That's a good one. Grapes. Yeah, it's, I don't like grapes. What is what? I don't think we had people operating in society that felt that way. Have you, you ever had like, prison? Have you ever had like grapes are better grapes, than? But it sometimes they're sometimes it's annoying when they're too squishy. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, sure. That's definitely. Yeah, there's grapes. Better, there's definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, and, then, and, and sometimes fruit. you're eating a bunch yeah. of grapes and you're like, mm, this is so a good grape. Grapes. And then you get like a really squishy one and you're like, oh, oh. Like, makes I you always, I, you gotta, you gotta kind of give them a little rub while you pick them up to make sure they don't have that like um, wrinkly well, skin. Andre, if you don't yeah. like grapes, how do you feel about blueberries? Oh, I love them. Okay. I'll go to town on blueberries. Blueberries, like raspberries, blueberries, strawberries. Blackberries, but I like all of the above. Boysenberry. I don't think there's a fruit that I actively don't like. Bananas can fuck off. What? 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 What are you talking about? What is happening? I, I said what I said thirty minutes ago in the shower. Bananas are they're great. I have what are you a minion? Like what? What you have like <laughs> you wearing some goggles and like overalls all the time? Like you you can what see does that have me. To do yes. with bananas. What do you? What do minions eat? Bananas. Oh, I don't know. I haven't watched. I. Refuse. <laughs> they get well, like as somebody who's only seen the trailer, they go oh, banana. Like what? Uh, 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 what is Donkey Kong? Eat? They just they minionese is just like congl- a conglomerate conglomeration of like a bunch of different languages. And my girlfriend and I were watching the Minion movie for her birthday last year, <laughs> and she had like some friends over. Japanese people love the Minions, and mm-hmm. and. Like, just, you can randomly hear, like, Japanese words. They're like, yakitori, which is, like, grilled chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, like, as they're running down, like, like what? Okay, I guess I, they just people, speak Japanese you, randomly. Be, I'm from the Midwest, and people there fucking love the Minions as well. And I mm-hmm, have a mm-hmm. white-hot burning hatred for those 
little yellow fuckers. <laughs> I'm, so. I'm just indifferent, uh, but yeah. I don't think I would watch that movie for yeah. anyone's birthday. Like, well, Pat, you're invited for a minion get together. My birthday. Yeah, we'll go. Well, we, we can go, go to no. USJ. We can go to USJ. We'll cosplay as the minions. And if you pay for me we'll, to fly to Japan to spend a week in Japan, I will, as part of that trip, watch the minion movie with someone. Oh no, no, we're not going to watch. We're going to go to USJ. We're going to dress up as the minions. We're going to get you yeah. some like minion earrings. Again, that's going to need to be an all expenses <laughs> paid free trip to Japan for me to do that. I would do so, it for that. So, Allison, what's your go-to snack for gaming? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if I really snack a lot while gaming. Um I guess like I I'm just like in general a fan of popcorn, so huh. I feel like popcorn's a pretty good gaming what snack. That's the also, that's the same problem. You got dirty a, fingers. A good um a good uh, chopsticks candidate. What do what do you think of kettle corn? I like kettle corn, yeah. I prefer regular popcorn, but or uh, are you like, like a butter, a buttered popcorn? I prefer a buttered popcorn. There, uh, there is a place in downtown Minneapolis um, that has really good Chicago mix popcorn, okay, and Chicago I love mix. Chicago mix. I just don't know what Chicago mix is. No, I, I mean I what? might know what it is, but I, I don't know what as Chicago mix. Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's where it's like a mix of of butter popcorn, of uh, cheese popcorn, and then caramel popcorn. Oh. No, no, I don't know what that is. Uh, I my friend uh, turned me on to like she does like melted butter, soy sauce, garlic powder, and mm-hmm. nutritional mm-hmm. yeast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good Ooh. popcorn mix. Yep, mm-hmm. you, you can get butter mix. soy sauce. You can get butter soy sauce in Japan at the movie theater. Uh, it's weird right. to me that soy sauce popcorn is not a thing that has carried over here because it's really good. And oh, that sounds people really good. in America yeah. love soy sauce. So I think we, it's odd that that hasn't been more. I've been doing, I don't do it that yeah. often. So I usually yeah. don't think about it, but um, soy um, sauce popcorn was a thing I encountered in college and it's really good. I, yeah. I imagine we'll have to go on to more emails because otherwise we'll be here for an hour, but we have a message from the chat saying, what's wrong with him? Grapes are a tier. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, That's it. I only S tier S tier fruit only. That's now I'm like looking at how do I get I'm a man of uh, Chicago mixed popcorn delivered here and not it's expensive. That's... I just looked. It's it's not cheap. No, a tin of it was like thirty three dollars. What? Oh are you I'm looking? Are you looking buying. at Candyland? No. Oh, they didn't. No, they didn't pay for placement that's on the this original, podcast. That's the original one that's in <laughs> Minneapolis. And uh, hey, no, if they give hey. me free Chicago mix, I will. I don't even if, know. That that yeah, if it's a big if. They, if you, please, please, Candyland, give me free Chicago. Well, mix. now you've already said the name. They don't have. Yeah, they, they, they have no reason to. We got to hold it. Bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, I'll bleep it out. Uh, yeah, fix it a post while we get on to our next question coming from Sharon from Melbourne, Australia. The year is 2023. The word gamer has been outlawed. Thank God. The Supreme, Fuck, finally. The Supreme Court has tasked <laughs> the Gaming Fix crew to create a new word to describe people who play video games. One word, no hyphens. Pervert. What do you. The general. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that so quickly. <laughs> Well, okay, we got pervert, degenerate, Allison. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, how do I even compete with that? Because I was thinking of, like, a legitimate one where I was like, 
game enthusiast. But <laughs> game enthusiast. Okay, that's uh, fucking, I, fucking know, nerd. <laughs> is that just uh, no spaces? Well, just fucking nerd. What else? Yeah. <laughs> what I'll say I, to take this question like a little bit more seriously, and I think it's an interesting thing to think about is like you we have like the term cinephile right and mm-hmm. that like Uh-oh. implies See, a certain as like a f- as somebody that like would probably be considered a cinephile probably i watch a lot of movies i hate that term as right, much as i hate the term gamer sure but there's a lot of people who the the group of people that embrace the term cinephile within like the film community mm-hmm. is in a very different part of the like um insufferability spectrum than the people who embrace the term gamer like i feel like it's usually people who are pretty pretentious who are embracing the term cinephile versus people who embrace the term gamer are usually like i don't know misogynists no no one out there no one out there is marketing movies to cinephiles that's what i'm trying to get at yeah 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 well, there, you know, except for the movie Gamer. <laughs> well, that movie's marketed to gamers, not <laughs> and it's and uh, it's about criminals. So, uh, so uh, I, that's you know true to life in this scenario. My point is like I would think of like the equivalent term in movies to gamer would be like film buff or something or or like movie mm-hmm. movie buff in terms of it being a more populous term that's like. Not I feel like as, people uh, who refer themselves that are usually kind of on the pretentious level, though. Like, what cinephile or film buff? Film buff. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, but it seems like there's, there's. I've thought it. I think it's interesting that we haven't come up with a better word or a different word. I don't want to necessarily say better, but a different word than gamer for people who are like l- less. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I'm a gamer. I'm gonna get some Doritos and Mountain Dew, which is the way that marketing looks at quote gamer. I'm not saying mm-hmm, yeah. that I think everyone who identifies with that term is that way, but um, there's there isn't a term yet for people that are more like, I guess us, like oh. people who are more like critically thinking about <clears throat> games and like playing, spending more time with the and watching okay. the industry as a whole. You know, well, well, it's an interactive medium, and if you're approaching it from kind of a academic point of view, you could be taking a course on it, so you could call it intercoursers. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> We're back to perverts. <laughs> We're back to perverts. Degenerates. Uh, yep, that's uh, perverts and degenerates. Uh, take your pick. You got since you got the left and the right. My favorite Jimmy what, what song. <laughs> <laughs> Perverts to the left of me, degenerates to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Uh, <laughs> last question this week from Simon in Austin, Texas. What games are you looking forward to most? In or what game are you looking forward to most in 2021? Not Deathloop, Andre. I've been called out, but I will counter with Weird West. Which is okay, developed right. by X Arc X Arcane developers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's a very funny loophole. To- <laughs> <laughs> Death loophole. Death loophole. There we go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the sound of that at all. God's death loophole. 
God. This is a callback to pre-podcast chat with Pat last week. Uh, don't. Please don't read into that. Um, <laughs> I think my answer is probably um, Gloomwood, but I'm not convinced that'll come All out right. this year because it's made by one person. So, mm. uh, And it doesn't seem like... It's been in development for like three years, and it doesn't seem like he's any closer to releasing it this year than he was this time last year. <laughs> he still posts awesome shit all the time about the game's development, but it seems like it could be a way off. But it does come out in 2021. Um, that's up there with Deathloop as my most anticipated thing anyway. So, And that game, if you haven't seen it, is like a Resident Evil meets Thief kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, very like uh, old school visual aesthetic and stuff. What was the name again? Sorry, I missed the Gloomwood. name. Gloomwood. Okay, Gloomwood. Okay, I remember you possibly saying something about it before. Maybe I'm thinking of Gloomhaven. No, you're, you're thinking of Gloomwood. I've talked okay, about both okay. of those things, but but I yeah. have talked about Gloomwood before. The demo is is uh, available for Gloomwood, and it's really good. Mm. Highly recommend it. It's like spooky and also has survival horror-y kind of weapons and inventory management, but its levels are structured like a thief or arcane or whatever kind of level. Um, mm-hmm. uh. If it's if it was made by Ikumi Nakamura, she would say it's spooky indeed. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um it's like spooky in like the old school survival horror sense, not like actually like that terrifying from what I've played. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's pretty cool. It has like a plague doctor Victorian sort of or pre-Victorian aesthetic. Well, Alex Allison. What are you looking forward to this year? Uh, I don't know if it's coming out this year, but I'm going to manifest it into the world that Sports Story will still come out in 2021. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I want to play that again. I want to play. Like, I never finished Golf Story, but I liked it enough. I think I got like lost in progress or something. I was like, ah. But yeah. Yeah, it's for me. I Sports don't know. Story. Like, Sikonia Phase 2, if that ends up coming out, would be pretty big for me but i don't know i'd have to look at a list of releases to see what other stuff uh it's not a full game i guess but um i'm i'm gonna try to be caught up for Endwalker. um oh hell yeah later this year uh that's a good one actually good point to to, uh to play that yeah okay i would actually say that if if we're Mm -hmm. thinking that way because um it's written by the same person uh natsuko ishikawa i think what did Shadowbringers, as well as like a bunch of the really good stuff from the other games? So, mm-hmm. not critically acclaimed, but good. It, it, critically, acclaimed. I, I think it's, it's the, critically the acclaimed. Shadowbringers, <laughs> yeah. critically acclaimed. But but she uh, also she also did the Dark Knight um, uh, questline, cool. which is considered one of the best in you, terms of yeah. Not to pivot us away from emails, but that the patches after a Realm Reborn are fucking rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so long they they, they pick they pick up in like the second half but it's yeah it's yeah. a long time it's i haven't bad. actually touched i haven't touched that game this week uh like since yeah, yeah but i need to get back to it hopefully i'm hoping i can get i mean i just started 2.4 i'm hoping i can get through mm-hmm. oh yeah you have a long weekend this weekend it, so things are gonna start getting more interesting yeah it's and it, none of it's been bad like the writing's no. fine it's it's but it's just it's, been like I, there's several times this week in the times when I've had enough internet to play that game. I've been like, yeah. I don't give a shit about this. Why is it, this a main quest yeah, line? No. <laughs> it, it, it's it's going to get back to like the characters you care about and like yeah. actual plot developments that are Crystal more interesting. 
more interesting than anything that has happened prior, yeah. in my opinion. I could, so the quest I did last night definitely seemed like they were finally leading yeah. to that, not yeah. chasing a giant moogle in the forest. <laughs> the music Which there is was fun. fucking great, though. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's not yeah. that it's bad. I just was like, why is this in the main quest line and not mm-hmm. a side well, thing? Well, because they needed to pad out the you yeah. know the time after it feels it, like coming to it after the fact is the part that makes that stuff really annoying what, what i well that's the thing i realized last night that what it is is everything up to the leviathan fight and even going into even even striking tree even ramu mm-hmm. all the way through that feels like the end of a realm reborn not mm-hmm. stuff that's leading up necessarily to heaven's yeah. word it feels like it's stuff that is padding out the end of of a realm mm-hmm. reborn definitely um, and then the heavens word stuff has started now. It's clear that they're picking up to that. They've mentioned the Ishgard and the oh, yeah, Ishgard. Anyway, we don't have to keep talking about final. No, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> that's that's it for emails. Thank you for writing in uh, all our emailers. And if you too would like to have your email discussed on the show, once again, gaming at fix dot space. Now let's get into our game talk. Anyone does anyone in particular want to go first this week? I, I don't have the list in front of me at this moment. Uh, let's see, Pat, you've got some stuff we haven't talked about before. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Um. So I've had really weird internet issues this week, and have been like, not had any internet during the day, and then it'll work sporadically in the evening, and then later in the evening it'll eventually work, but. Despite all of that, I've been able to get some time in with a couple of multiplayer games. Um, the first one is a game that my survival game crew and I have been curious about for a really long time because it's got some wild marketing and it's published by Devolver. Um, so it's like got a little bit of weight behind it. Uh, and that is a game called Scum. Uh, that's that's our word for gamers. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's funny how the that scum is not a game about gamers. It's a game about the prison industrial complex. Um but uh kinda sounds like it's about so, gamers though. So what should happen to gamers? Yeah, so like in my mm-hmm. I mean in seriousness, of course, I'm I'm a prison abolitionist and I have like a lot of complex thoughts about that whole world. However, in joking terms Totally. Gamers should be in prison. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, Scum Scum is like a weird mix of stick and rock survival game where you can construct buildings and bases and stuff and sort of a Daisy like experience. Um, I would say it leans more in the time we've played towards the latter, being a little more Daisy than Rust. Um, because you are like uh, making weapons and tools. There's a shit fuckload of crafting in that game, but it's it's you're also like going into towns and then looting buildings and to find materials and to find like good shit, like guns and stuff like that, that you can't just craft. So sorry, um, you have escaped prison in order to get no. to these towns? So you are a prisoner and you are put on these islands. Uh, you're put on scum Island to, um, uh-huh. to, to fight in like death match. Basically it's like, a battle royale. All yeah, but it's not a battle royale in terms of a video game the genre. There's no closing sure. circle. There's no like you just you survive as long as you can. The map is huge. It's like 144 square kilometers. 
Um, Ooh. It's really big. Uh, and then you drop in. And it's mainly designed to be a game that you play in a PvP setting. And my friends and I are hoping that we can, like, we, we're playing on a private server right now to learn it. Uh, so we can, like, go in without it just being a total nightmare from the jump. But it also has, like, zombies walking around the map and um, like I, animals and stuff. It's just Daisy. It's very similar to Daisy in a lot of ways. Um, it's more but interesting, you, I think. Can you poop in Daisy? Yeah, so this I mean, is the thing. I can. The thing about scum that is really fucking wild. First of all, the way that it handles just like, like in order to clean, in order to bandage a wound, you get hit by a zombie. It makes you sick. For some reason, you use bandages to heal yourself. It's early access. I think it's just that they haven't worked in like mm. medicine and illness in a full like way. So you need to so so or a better example is let's say you fall off of like a ten foot high roof. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to hurt your leg. Maybe your leg you is your, bleeding now. You hit your life alert. <laughs> uh, I wish um, your life alert is yelling into your microphone. Someone help me! I've uh, fallen and I can't get up. Um, <laughs> You so you're bleeding now. Your health is going down. You need to bandage your wound for starters. You're going to be limping because you're you hurt your leg. Um, you're going to be moving slowly, and you also need to bandage your leg. In order to bandage your leg, if you have bandages that you've crafted, you can use those, or you can just use a rag. But the rag needs to be cleaned. In order for the rag to be cleaned, if you have dirty rags in your inventory, you need to go to a body of water, put soap in your hand slot, and then wash your rags using the water and the soap. Um, this is the kind of like interaction stuff that is like you you the inventory is like extremely limited at first. Basically, all you can carry is what you can put in your hands and in your like back holsters. Um, if you get you can get like pants that have more pockets. If you find cargo pants, then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, now I can carry stuff. Um, so it's definitely like going for a weird kind of realism that is down to like elements of how the UI works and stuff. And then the crazy thing about this game that really sets it apart from other games in the genre is it has a nutrition system, which is more or less like just real life. Like everything you eat has nutrition facts. It says it has like how much fat it has in it, how many carbs it has in it, um, how much, uh, Shoot, what is yeah, like vitamin, vitamin well, there's C? Every vitamin, every vitamin that you eat, need as a person, you it tracks Jeez. your vitamin intake, <laughs> and then it's like it tracks your what? water intake. Different foods have water, different amounts of like water to calories. Um, and your caloric intake is really important. Sugars, uh, it tracks that. Hmm. Like, it's basically tracking every line item on a nutrition facts uh list and. You have to keep your caloric balance positive, but if you keep it too high positive, you start gaining weight, um, which they don't like necessarily stigmatize. There's a little bit of the marketing that's a little bad phobic in some shitty ways, but I, I, th- I don't think it's um, it reads very much to me like if you were like, hey, this is kind of shitty to somebody on the marketing team. If enough people said that, they'd go, oh, that's right. It doesn't feel like it's malicious, um, but you do gain weight as you uh, as you eat more food. And then you like lose weight as you eat less food, uh, and you can just like starve to death. Um, if you you have a stomach, your stomach has volume, 
and you watch food pass through your digestive system. So if your stomach's at 100% volume and you try to eat, your character will just like vomit everywhere because uh, yeah. there's no room left. <laughs> um, and currently eating like bad food doesn't necessarily have much of an effect, but eventually it'll be like, oh, if you eat, if you drink spoiled milk, you're going to puke. Um, and then you watch it pass through your stomach to your intestines and you can wait. see how percentful your intestines are. Holy you watch, shit. Like, oh, wait, sorry. This is in a menu of some form. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought it was like physically you could no, watch. You don't like you could zoom it. into you their, your body and go like you watch their body bulge and like just get on um, the magic school bus. But like early on, <laughs> early on, you got to eat a lot of bugs because there's just not a lot of food oh, options. Snacks? So you can just see that like oh uh, my stomach I see, is like I see what you did there. My stomach is like seventy percent full of grasshoppers and crickets, and it's gross. Uh. And then it goes. But it would be so much better if you could physically zoom in on your oh, I agree. intestines. We'll and see. Like, Maybe they'll get that's there. where the bug is. Uh, and then you see like your stomach percentage volume go down, and you see your intestine percentage volume go up based on the food items, and then your bladder percentage go up based on what water you had. And then eventually it makes its way. I need to, to describe that if I ever need to leave the podcast. Co use the restroom. Like, excuse me, my bladder percentage is up. <laughs> and eventually you have to like and poop and it's some of the most like Hell disturbing yeah. pooping imagery i've seen in a video game more so than arc <laughs> yes oh wait oh my god arc every now and then in arc you just hear like a little fart noise and then you look behind you and there's a turd in this game your character has to like squat down and like they like grunt and stuff while they're trying to get it out and uh-huh. like you can see it come come out and, and it's it's disgusting. Does the consistency <laughs> change really depending funny. on on the nutrients that you're absorbing? Not yet, but I wouldn't put it past them. Like just uh, eat a bunch of fiber and then just, just whip it out. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's I think if you pee on fires, it puts them out. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> true, anyway, true to life. It's a really <laughs> weird game. Um, is it like, good? I like it so far. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, all, like the level of stats feels very much like I'm like, oh yeah, I see why Pat likes totally. this. Where I'm like, um, we're just the to, level. You have to do things like um, I have a gun, I have a nine millimeter, uh, and I have to. I haven't found a magazine for it yet, so currently I have to chamber each round individually by dropping it in the uh, in, in and then sliding the the uh, the slide. Once I find a magazine, I can load the magazine with rounds. But I have to make sure, like, that'll be the it'll be the kind of thing though. Like, once I have one magazine, I'll have one magazine worth of ammunition. I can fire it off, and then if I need to reload, I have to like sit down for a few minutes and put bullets back in the magazine to load yes. it. It's gone. This sounds like Daisy. <laughs> uh, and so the thing that 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 I think I feel it's a little bit more stalker than what i've played of daisy because i think that they do a better job of creating like goals for you daisy feels always felt to me like the only goal was to survive as long as you can um whereas this game does have an eventual it's not in yet but once it's out of early access it'll have a like quest chain kind of to escape and sort of win i guess um and uh it's also got as much as you can (laughs) hell yeah it's it's also the other interesting thing that this game has and we haven't seen any of this yet because we're playing a private server but you can queue up for 
multiplayer stuff. Like you can queue up for team death matches and capture the flag games and stuff with your character. And I presume you're playing with other people on the server that you're on. Um, so you can like, and I don't know how it works with death because normally with death, you have to do corpse runs and stuff in this game. But um, I don't know how that works in the like team death matches and stuff like that. But, but it does have a ways to get more directly into combat with other players without just finding them in the world. Uh, so it's also, it's map is, I haven't played Daisy in a long time, so I don't know how that map evolved. The last time I played it, there were a few really cool, interesting areas like the airport and the, the um, cargo ship and stuff. Um, this game, we've only seen, I don't know, maybe 5% of the map, but we already found this like enormous city, like true to life size downtown area of a city. Um, and climbed up on like this huge construction crane and it's as tall as a construction crane actually is. And it was wild to look out and see how big like the city was and how big the, the map is extending around it and stuff. So it's, it's, I think it's pretty cool. It was on sale. That was part of why we picked it up. I think if you like these kinds of games, it's worth checking out. Um, it definitely has some like dumb stuff in it that is not that I think they're playing for laughs, but that comes off as just being like not very well thought out. Uh, like the way that it handles like, Oh, you can make your, your, your dick huge. Uh, but that doesn't tend to impact the actual gameplay that much. A lot of that stuff, it stays pretty like in the background um, and is not pervasive as you, if, if you've seen like character creation videos and think that stuff is gross, it's not present once you start playing the game, really. Just the pooping and peeing. But you can like rotate the camera so you don't have to watch that stuff directly. Uh, <laughs> How far can you zoom in? I was going um, <laughs> to say, Alex would not do that. <laughs> Pretty close. Let me Sick. tell you, if you're into watching video game characters poop, never seen a more realistic or oh. graphic uh, representation of that, I'll say. Imagine being the animator, just making sure you're getting it just right the whole way it's through. It's not quite. I have a, I don't. Maybe it's a server setting. So far, I haven't seen a way to like take your clothes off and get actually naked. It always like blurs out the PP area when you're peeing. Um, and it doesn't like. You, it doesn't let your character doesn't like take their pants off when when they poop. It's kind of unrealistic in that way, where it just sort of like phases yeah. through the clothes, like a Harry Potter situation. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> okay, but uh, that's the only thing about Harry Potter I'm willing to reference on this podcast. By the way, is the pooping, <laughs> the pooping and peeing. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know if it's it's on sale for like eighteen bucks. I think it's absolutely worth that if you've enjoyed Daisy in the past or other survival games just to see how wild a lot of its systems are um cuz they are crazy <laughs> like they're out there um so yeah uh the other thing I'll talk about briefly uh is I played some of the Chivalry 2 beta last night um wait which is can I start with an immediate question sure does Pressing C make you scream? Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay, okay. Is this chivalry or is it chivalry? Okay. Yes, right. uh, one trait of chivalry. If it, chivalry is a medieval uh, martial arts combat game, um, and uh, that has its roots in the pirates, Vikings, and knights mod, I believe uh, was the same. With some of the people from that mod team went on to make chivalry um, mod for what? Uh, that was a mod for Half Life. 
I think that was a Half-Life 2 mod. Uh, the um, Chivalry 1 was very good, and Chivalry 2 seems very good, and one trait of these games is at all times someone is screaming. It's mm-hmm. just like the audio is just all like, because you can just push C to scream. Oh, so like uh, the uh, that trailer of the Mummy. <laughs> sure. Yes, yes. Tom Cruise is the Mummy, which yeah. we do not accept on this podcast as a canonical. It's not the canonical Mummy. No, no, no. Um, but that trailer is canonical. As that is the canonical uh, Mummy trailer. But reminder: not the movie. that film was going to be part of a like the monster universe. The yes. dark universe. Yeah. Which was specifically inspired by the MCU, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was going to be for the Universal Studios or Universal Pictures monsters. Anyway. They did like a Frankenstein and a mummy. Was was that Frankenstein with Aaron Eckhart? Aaron Eckhart is that came his name? out? But that that yeah. movie came out. The I Frankenstein. Oh, oh I didn't know. I'm that. Pretty sure. Uh, I never saw it. But anyway, um, Chivalry Two is the the issue with Chivalry at this point is. Um, they, I need like a carrot on a stick anymore, which is, I, I know it's depressing that that's where we're at, but I kind of need the like cosmetic unlocks or something to kind of keep me coming back to a multiplayer game over and over again. Um, that kind of multiplayer game anyway. Uh, and chivalry two is very much chivalry. They haven't changed the mechanics much at all. There's more class mechanics the basic combat is the same as chivalry, which is a good thing because that, that was per pretty perfect. Um, a couple of years ago, Mordhau kind of tried to do the chivalry thing, but I believe that they didn't have dragging in it, which is like a concept in chivalry. That's really important. Um, but, uh, the other issue with Mordhau is that they're like at least racist, the developers and maybe like, white supremacists it's hard to know for sure they're like aggressively (laughs) against putting people of color as playable characters in the game and they're aggressively against putting women as playable characters in the game so like i dropped that game as soon as that was clear yeah um and uh chivalry 2 has uh people of color and women in it so (laughs) and torn banner is a studio that's like no 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 (laughs) we're not into that stuff here's we're we're not like that yeah make whatever kind of character you would like to make uh so i feel much better about playing it um uh and uh and and it's a little um insufferable because the in-game chat right now is basically all just people compl- like arguing whether Mordhau or chivalry is better which is a very <laughs> tiring conversation i can say that not just for the above stated reasons i think chivalry 2 is a way better game than Mordhau. um it feels way more polished it's like it's it's combat is extremely intricate but you can enjoy <laughs> it even if you just want to hammer yeah. the C button and I, run at people and click a bunch. I mean, we haven't played Mordhau in, what, over a year at this point? So, yeah. you know, Mordhau. things could have changed and whatnot, but, yeah, I don't remember even Possible. the time um, I mean, on that. Mordhau but. had pretty intricate combat, too. They have very yeah, yeah, similar yeah. systems. Basically, you're, like, left-clicking uh, on the mouse and keyboard, anyway. You're left-clicking to swing your sword to, like, chop or swing your sword left to right or right to left, based on where you are in a combo. You roll the mouse wheel down to do an overhead strike. You roll the mouse wheel forward to do a stab. And then there's heavy attacks. And then you also have like a kick that you can use to break a block. Um, mm-hmm. There's a block. You want to time your blocks. So you hit right click and try to time your blocks because then you can repost immediately and your yeah. reposts strike through other people's attacks. 
So if they try to combo you, you cut through them. It has a lot of like borderline fighting game kind of um, yeah uh, uh, stuffs with like priority and timing and stuff like that. Um, without going full for honor, which is very much a three D fighting game, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 really interesting uh, mechanically. The thick like the like I said, I don't remember how much the first chivalry had like class based stuff in it. Um, it had some. It had like a little bit, but this is bordering on a TF2 kind of thing where, you know, if you play as I've been playing, there's four like class trees that each have three individual choices of character in them. And then each character choice has multiple uh, equipment choices that you unlock and all the stuff you're unlocking as you're leveling up. So I've been playing the knight top level class. And within that, you can play as an officer, which has like a two-handed weapon um, and has a horn that you take out and dude on. It's, it's great because it's like the skeleton duding meme. Um, you like you pull out your horn and do a like, and then it heals everybody around you, all of your friendlies. Um, or you can play as the oh, bannerman, maybe? But it's like a knight class that has a one-handed weapon and a shield, so it plays very differently. And your your like kind of ultimate ability is you can drop a banner that as people stand around it, it heals them. So instead of like a quick burst heal that you can pull out, you can instead drop like a slower area heal that's persistent. Um, so those are different from class to class, uh, and it's it's pretty cool and interesting. And the objectives are fun too. It's like a mix of like TF2 style, push the cart objectives, and then like capture points. There's one fun one where you have to like pick up torches and throw them at uh tents and you have to actually do that and it's very easy to get killed while you're running around with a torch because you don't have your weapon out um there's one point where you have to kill an heir i think it's played by a person who's like the vip becomes the vip and you have to kill them it's like the final stage of this castle siege level so it's a it's a really cool game i'm extremely excited for it i think it's gonna be it's like 40 bucks which seems like a it's like an incredible value. Um, it's definitely the game multiplayer game I've been most excited about since like modern warfare. Um, and I may end up liking it even more than modern warfare. I mean, it's, it's really, really good so far. Um, and hopefully it looks like in the beta, you can't customize your character. It just randomizes character models for you. Um, but it looks like, the character customization is going to be really wild and you're going to be able to put like tons of crazy shit all over your character um, with lots of different cool weapons and cosmetics and stuff. So um, I- I'm hoping this is one of those games where I like kind of hoping they start doing battle passes and stuff for it as much as that can make people groan. Cause I would love to have more characters and, and uh, skins and stuff like that weapons. Yeah, Chivalry 2. You can get in on the beta if you pre-order it this weekend. Uh, it's on Epic. But hmm. I got it for cheaper on Green Man Gaming, which I think you still probably can. So, Alright, and that's Chivalry 2 and Scum from Pat. Uh, Alex, you got some, some new stuff and you hinted at one of the things earlier when we started the podcast. Yeah, it's true. You've been uh, sitting on stuff because you haven't been on the past few episodes. It's true. Is there anything you wanted to hear about in particular, Andre? Did you just want to go into the newest I, thing? Or I, the oldest thing? I don't care. I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, uh, let's, 
I have a list in my mind. Oh, Allison, oh, pick a number oh, from oh. one to three. Uh, three. Mortal Kombat, the movie. Um, nice. If my internet <laughs> was working, I would have watched this already. Hopefully yeah. tomorrow. So the trailers and such have been going around for that movie for the past, I don't know, month or two? Probably, what, since like March or February? Um, yeah. And it seemed like it could actually be pretty good. And that's, I've heard some people say it is really good. I've heard some people say so, it's terrible. I will say it is a pretty mediocre movie that I enjoyed quite a bit. <laughs> okay. Um, so I will like, it has a lot of issues. We'll say that um, issues being things like acting, <laughs> uh, pacing, CGI, uh, no Johnny like, cage. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, um, so it's, it's not bad. Like it's, if I were to give it a rating out of 10, it would probably be like a six, maybe a seven. Okay. But so like, is that a six or seven with the way that you should actually rate things? Which is how movies like, typically are rated where a five is like, it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm just saying just kind of more just objectively, the video if, games. if, if you were at a college course and you submitted this at, to be adjudicated, it'd probably be like a six, maybe a seven. Okay. Cause like video but, game ratings are, if it's below a seven, it's dog shit and you should never play it. And if it's above a seven, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And if it's no. a seven, maybe you'll like it where it should be. <laughs> if it's a five, it's fine. Higher than that. It's positive. Lower than that. It's negative. So I will say, I don't know how anyone could ever watch this movie without having any context for anything. Mortal Kombat. Because they will just throw stuff in where they just kind of expect you to understand what's going on without contextualizing it. Like, like Chun Li, right? Yeah, yeah, like when Chun Li shows up, and then like when um, they throw people into the volcano. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, like with Doa Tech and all that. Anyways, um, yeah. So, yeah. Like, jiggle physics. Blaze blue. <laughs> yeah, those, those, those the gears that they work with are really guilty. Um, they, but this this whole thing is to find the king of fighters, right? Yeah, that's like the whole point of the the, the movie. Yeah, it's it's virtua, but you know it's fine. Um, there's a lot of extremely stupid stuff in this movie to the point where it's like I don't know if I'm into it or like if it was hilarious. Because it you mean was so dumb? like in Mortal Kombat 11 when they were like, "Hey, let's travel through time," and everyone, everybody's here. Amazing. I'm kind of glad to hear you say that, Alex, because one of the things about Mortal Kombat that has bothered me—I like the newer games. I still haven't played through 11, and I—I sh- I know I should, but th- there's like a weird thing that sometimes big Mortal Kombat fans do. Where like they're like, well, now it's just good, good. It's not stupid or silly anymore. It's just, it's just, it's just incredible storytelling. As somebody that knows nothing about Mortal Kombat, I'm like, so dumb. It's really fun, and it's and it's they're they're really good, but they're really stupid still. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's nothing wrong with saying something's stupid and fun. Like I like a lot of stupid things, but But like I feel like some acknowledge they're stupid. I've known some Mortal Kombat fans in my life that have gotten a little up their own ass about the lore and the, the story now oh. that it's like not, it's, not 
they like it they was in the nineties. They figured out how to tell a more a more compelling story. Yes, but so, yeah, I'm glad it's, that it's the higher movie, quality than it used to be. I'm glad to hear that the movie doesn't necessarily try to appeal to that crowd. <laughs> and has still it does it does some stuff um, that tries to be like dramatic and serious and like oh we're trying to make a point with something here, but it it really fails at all of them um, <laughs> just because. It just kind of the dialogue, the way it goes by is just like, okay, we need to get through this in the script because we have a lot of stuff to go through, but like, we don't have that much time. And like, that's what I mean by like, it just kind of assumes that you know some of the stuff going in and the pacing is all over the place. Like, scenes that seem like they should take 10 minutes take like 30 seconds, and then other scenes that seem like they should take 30 seconds take like five to 10 minutes. So it, it has a tough time with pacing, but it's fun. It's for a video game movie. If we're going to use those terms, I think it's good. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. like it's and it's, it's full of fan service in like, in a way that feels genuine, like not in a way where they're just like it, throwing stuff in, like, like made like, by people who understand Mortal Kombat. Right. Yeah, it's not like decided upon by a board of execs that are like, "Oh, this will get the fans hooting and hollering." No, it's what like if, Oh. What if Scorpion had a Snapchat? <laughs> what if Sub-Zero was on TikTok? Yeah. I, I would point. follow Sub-Zero on TikTok. Remember remember that Spider-Man, like the Sony exec being like, "What if what if Spider-Man was on Snapchat?" And then he like was doing like doing daily check ins, and it was like an exclusive club. And his movements if, are so beautiful. What if we set it to some, like dubstep? What if Spider Man was just a slob like one of us? Yeah, <laughs> just a, just a stranger on a bus. Actually, Spider Marvel Spider Man on the PS4 did bring us that reality with Spider Man and the fast travel, just like being on the train, mm-hmm. and, like people falling mm-hmm. asleep on him. That's the whole. Op- Wait a minute. This is the entire appeal of Spider-Man is that he is just one of us. Just a stranger on a That's bus. That's the whole thing. Is that Spider-Man's <laughs> the most like normal average person. Yeah. Even after he gets his powers. He's, he's just a dude. Yep. Anyway. Not like the Falcon. They, the they should, you know what? They should make a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. <laughs> They've never done that before. Also, never, like, they should make know. enough Spider-Man movies that in like 10 years or 20 years they can do a like team up with all the different Spider-Mens oh, movies. Yeah, like some sort some sort of like Spider-Verse. Yeah, but that they should do that as an animated movie cuz that sounds like too good of an idea to to waste on. And it, like you then get all the Spider-Men are like old and like Yeah. I mean, then you can have anybody be Spider-Man. You could have like yeah. uh you could put like uh you could put Spider-Ham in that movie. Oh, you could get the person. I guess, I bet the guy who stars Ham? opposite Zoe Deschanel and New Girl would be really good in that. Oh, Nick Cage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, yeah. He's great in superhero movies. He's, he's done it before. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Mortal anyway. Kombat's good. You should watch it. Okay. Probably. <laughs> I, it, I, it has, I will. It has, it has all the characters. Well, no. It has a lot of the characters you like and care about. Mm-hmm. The character, the dude what plays Kano plays a pretty bang on Kano. Uh, they they <laughs> in filmed it in Australia, I think. So that may there were, and, like... and Quebec, I think. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, the, the scorpion stuff is funny. The, I heard the, there's a scene where like there's like a 
like a generic like main character named Cole or whatever. Scorpion, mm-hmm. Scorpion's like talking to them in Japanese, and Cole's just like, "I don't speak Japanese, man." <laughs> he doesn't say movie? that, but it's it's okay. very clear that he does not okay. speak Japanese uh, <laughs> because Scorpion is basically. Well, I mean, in the lore of the game as well, he's from an ancient Japanese town, basically. Yeah. Um, and in this movie, he only ever speaks in Japanese, except for when he says, get over here for some reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> yes. Good. Which I found very hilarious, but okay. <laughs> Anyways, it's worth a watch. It's not, it's not a good movie, but it's an enjoyable movie. That's sure. good. But, hey, that's that's enjoyable. Is, that, that is what Mortal Kombat should be. Not yeah. good, enjoyable. I, I I struggle to say it's not good. It's not terrible, like okay. it's, but it's not excellent. It's somewhere in there. It's not a. Mo- it's it's not like it's not birdemic. <laughs> oh, Mo- well, that's... movies <laughs> movies are much more like I don't know. It's a. It sounds like it is a perfectly fine video game blockbuster that has a lot of cool action. I think it's the best representation or transfer of uh, video game to movie that I have seen. Even better than the first person sequences in Doom? Well, it doesn't have the rock, so that's a fair point. Anyways, I played a game <laughs> uh, a, couple, a couple weeks ago. That's what are you, some surprising. kind of pervert? Well, that's, I mean, by definition, I think. Um, so this right. came out just recently, and it's called Before Your Eyes. I don't know. Have y'all ever heard of it? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a first-person narrative game. It's pretty short, um, but I will say it is definitely worth playing. Um, it has a lot of really smart ideas um, and a really compelling story. So I'll start off by saying, yeah, you should probably play it. Uh, Allison, you should play it. Um and the mechanics that it has are admittedly like they're a little bit gimmicky. Um, like if you haven't heard of it, essentially what it does is uh, it will you give it access to your webcam or something like that, and then it kind of looks at your face and it tracks whether or not you are blinking. Oh um, shit! Okay. Oh shit! Here so that go. becomes that becomes a mechanic with the game, uh, and you can turn it off like for accessibility reasons. It, it's not required to play. Yeah, you can make it a mouse um, click instead of a blink, I think. Totally. But I do think that the use of that mechanic adds a shit ton to the experience. And like narratively, it actually makes a lot of sense. Like there are sections of the game where you have to just keep your eyes open for kind of like a really long time. Uh, and it's physically taxing because that's like a physical limitation that we have as human beings is like, you know, keeping our eyes open for a long time is a struggle. So um, in order to kind of make that a uh, common experience with any person, like making that into a core mechanic is actually pretty interesting. And it does some stuff where like, um, because you're blinking influences what you're seeing and like you can uh, be reading a letter and it will be being read aloud to you by some kind of narrator or whatever. Um, if you blink, you stop reading it and it goes to the next scene. So you, uh, if you're enjoying the narrative, you want to keep your eyes open, but you might not even pay attention. You just be like, blink, oh, and it's gone. And you can't just go back. So it's like, wow, you, 
you might be reading this heartfelt letter and if you're like feeling a little teary eyed and you just go blink and then it just moves to the next scene, which it's interesting and it lends itself well to replaying. Um, especially cause it's so short. Like you it's can like probably, an hour and a half, right? Yeah. You can go through it in like an hour and a half. Um, and I will say it's worth it. It's twisty. It's got some, uh, interesting ideas to the story. And I think the overall message that it's going for is strong uh, it's sad very much it's one of those uh but the message it's going for is good it's positive and it's not preachy about it i would say like it's not trying to be like forcing some kind of message on you or some kind of lesson or moral or whatever but it's good it lets you it leaves enough up to interpretation that it's worth a discussion in a spoilery way I, I just, am uh, buying this yeah, right now. I just bought it too. I've been meaning to play it. <laughs> the um the I had heard not that uh <laughs> I don't mean like well Alex likes it, but what's important to me is but uh, uh Patrick Klopik has been talking this game up too, and um he said that it really fit for him. And yeah, it's, uh, it's good. I've, I think Imran Khan was talking about it a little bit. Uh, the, just been lots of people have been like, this is one of those crying games, but it's really good. Uh, so I'm in. Yeah, it, it. And it's a pretty low barrier entry. I think just at normal price, it's like 10, 10 bucks. Yeah. So yeah. it's worth it. The developers, it's been so sad. You watch the developers on like Twitter and stuff. They show screenshots of people who have played the game and left positive reviews and were like, yeah, we really love this. And then they refunded it because it's less than two hours. Oh, that's no! sad. And like they, they've had a lot of people doing that, and it's just like, why would you do that? It's so good. It's ten bucks, yeah. Jesus. Like, I mean, I get that that's a lot of money. Degenerates. It's, it's, it's. I don't want to like. I'm not trying to like do any kind of like economic shaming of anyone, but like, it's ten dollars. It's, it's, it's really scummy to play the entire game and go. Yeah. It's time to. Uh, you're, you're playing the it. thing yeah. and you're using it, like you know. Yeah. You're like. If you if you have the money, like then that money's locked up in Steam anyway, so it's not like like uh, oh well I'm gonna get, you can get yeah. refunds to your payments. okay okay can you but, uh, I yeah, didn't know that you can now huh. but yeah um, before your eyes it's harder with the play. if you do it a lot though I think they make you lock it into your wallet mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. if you're someone who does that I believe if you abuse it eventually it does turn mm-hmm. into just probably refunds, like a so. money laundering loophole sure. thing so they probably are like yep you gotta yeah makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, that's before your eyes, right? That's, yep. That's what yeah. Called? Okay. Yep. Worth a look. And then the last thing I'll talk about is going to offer us a, a nice egg in this trying time. <laughs> yes. We found well, yes. Egg. Someone made that. Well, joke nice dumb. egg. As somebody who's only seen the first episode of this, nice egg is a is a, we, an option to say. We were looting an apartment building in Scum. And uh-huh. on like the fifth floor, I walked into a, a, a kitchen and there was just an egg sitting on a table, just mm-hmm. sitting upright on the table. <laughs> it was still good. It was like Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. You're... So, yeah, this is an anime that, and eggs are a part of it. Uh, it ah, called... more degenerates and perverts. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you know it. Uh, it's called Wonder Egg Priority, which makes no sense as a title if you haven't seen it. But so it's by the by the halfway point, it actually makes a hundred percent sense. Um, 
It is a really fascinating story, and I would say it's it's a wholly original one. Like it's not based on any other work. It's not based on like a manga or a game or anything like that. It's just made by that studio and written by that studio, uh, and it's really fascinating. Um, if you've ever watched anything like Madoka Magica or you enjoy games like Persona, I would pretty heavily recommend it because it's got a lot in common with both of those things. And it dives into some pretty intense subjects that not a lot of animes go into or not a lot of media goes as, into. It's again, as like, somebody who's only seen the first episode but is holding off because of what you've told me. Uh, yeah. I've definitely like the first episode it immediately jumps into it, it jumps into it basically yeah. and and, yeah, I, like, and and I know that it probably goes further but it's it's already just very intense from the get-go yeah like it's got a very gorgeous aesthetic like the art is oh my really god the amazing. art is so fucking good um and it's like it's kind of one of those like it seems cutesy but like there's a lot of gore and things of that nature so it, it is kind and of a how it is kind of a horror anime uh even though it looks very cutesy and stuff um and it dives like i don't know should i give some trigger warnings for this anime like it does have self-harm it does have body dysmorphia it does have abuse of children it has uh one thing that i thought was really interesting along with body dysmorphia is it has a full episode all about uh transgendered people and um, like transphobia, which I haven't seen it handled in quite as good a way as this one did. So one one, one of the the big um, and another trigger warning is that one of the big uh things that kicks off the show is is uh the main character dealing with uh, the suicide of a friend and yeah you know school bullying and suicide and oh yeah and it's. Pretty explicit about so suicide too. It really is like first, like in that first episode. So it's very much like, uh, yeah. It's 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 just one of those things where, like, again, as somebody that's only seen one episode, it is very it it, it it's it's not one of those where you think maybe like, or like a Monica Magica where it's like for a brief moment you're like, oh, this could be just cutesy and fun. It's like it's immediately. Uh, a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's all of it is handled really well, though. I will say, um, I don't really have any issues recommending it to people, except for one, <laughs> which is what Allison was alluding to, and that is the fact that right now, as of the time of recording, it's unfinished. Um, it had aired twelve episodes, but it has been wrought with uh, production issues. Um, there's a lot that you can read about with the crew and them just basically killing themselves over getting this out. Like, but they're doing it out of passion. They're doing it because they really care about it. Like they have other projects on the go, but they this is the story they care about and they want shown, things of that nature. And like they want the story out there. Um, however, it reached the end of episode 12 with the current season, which is basically a cliffhanger. And episode 13 is scheduled for late June. So I would recommend waiting until at least mid-June to watch it because otherwise you're currently getting, you know, like 90% of a story and the last 10% is unknown. So uh, it's worth watching and it's really good, but it is also, you should probably 
wait for the last episode to actually air. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I, I that's why I stopped after that one episode. But even after that episode, I immediately was like, I have to tell Alex. And then he mentioned it. And I was like, oh, okay, you're already on board. Good. Oh, yeah. I had it recommended by several people. Uh, <laughs> it was it. very much a show where I saw that episode. I was like, this is Alex's shit for sure. I don't want to. I, I, I didn't want to make the joke because I didn't want it to seem rude or malicious. But as you were like listing off content warnings, I was like. This is, I just kind of assume most of the shows that you recommend to me <laughs> come with at least a handful of those. Probably. Um, Not that there's, I mean, if it's handled well, it's good. It's, I don't mean that as a, a, in any derogatory way at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just some really good stuff in there. Like, without being spoilery, there's, I don't think you've met this character yet, Allison, with the first episode, but there is a character who comes across as very, uh, self-absorbed and like very much selfish and narcissistic and like extroverted in a kind of a bubbly way. And the way they portray the actual, like they are uh, acting this way to hide all the bullshit that they're going through. And like to, uh, you know, like they don't want to be public about all this harsh things that they're going through and dealing with. And, not showing anyone else and don't open up about and seeing that person slowly open up to people was really amazing because it felt genuine because unlike Mortal Kombat, this has good pacing. (laughs) So anyways, yeah, Wonder Egg Priority, really good. And you say, you say that Pat about stuff Alex recommends, but a place further than the universe has none of those, Hell. and it is oh yeah. sure, yeah, fucking I'm, amazing. I don't mean to imply that ten, you only ten like out shows. of ten. Yeah, easily. Ten Hina out Matsu, of ten uh, anime. I definitely don't mean to imply Although that it does like make me, it did make me cry. So uh, it doesn't look like One Drag Priorities on Crunchyroll. <laughs> no, it's on Hulu. Um, Funimation. Oh, yeah. Hulu. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I think it might be Funimation too. I think the only the English dub is on Funimation though, which is weird um i'll wait for playstation plus playstation what was it playstation video pass or whatever they're making oh is that a thing now i didn't actually know uh this is like it leaked like on like a spanish site portuguese psn i don't know something leaked Hmm. on on like this on the store but yeah nothing official yet Hmm. but yeah so speaking of japanese school kids going through trauma and beating up uh degeneracy version beating up like, sh- shadow versions of previous trauma uh it it does look like the um the the dub and the subs are both in on Funimation. so oh okay they've added the subs okay cool I, it used to be just the dub i think so um it says here that let's see language yeah i can, i think i can select it Japanese okay. subtitles, Great. English. See, yep, cool, cool. Because I don't want to watch it dubbed, but I do want to watch at least the first episode. Uh, well, yeah. So as we were uh, getting into it, Allison, you've been uh, playing Persona Four Golden, yeah, because it's on the PC, right? They they released it on I, PC I'm last year on version. Steam. Yep. The, the PC version on Steam. It was a big thing. What? It did a lot for Sega. What? What? I what do you got myself a Vita again? 
<laughs> it's back. It's back. I have a Vita again. I'm so happy. I have, uh, I don't think I've ever touched a Vita. What? They're great. Me of all people, like you know. I like, love yeah, that's why Vita so much. I have I have a PSP in like my dresser behind me, which I should probably get rid of before it explodes. <laughs> What's funny is one of the best things about the Vita is like when you pick it up for the first time, you're just like at least the first gen. I've never touched one of the slim ones, but. Mm. But when I first picked up my first gen, which I still have, I dug out last week, I was like, this feels like, this feels expensive. This feels like <laughs> it's fancy shit. I, I, I think it, it still kind of does, even though I got mine like super, well, not super, but like my mine was secondhand off of eBay and it comes from this like, it's clearly been used and loved before it got to me. But you get it and you're like, this is a, mine's a slim and it's like, this is a, uh, nice piece of hardware. It's the closest yeah. thing to like an Apple product that I've ever handled. That's I like would a, say a so, video game machine. Yeah, where it's like it's just like it feels very nice to use. Yeah. It's pretty and, and yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna say I think it's my favorite handheld, even uh, beyond the Switch. Really, it, you really know, reasonable. I I, I think a it's terrible kind handheld. Of, the best I, I, handheld is the GBA. <laughs> Uh, yeah, see, I love the GPA, but it's like I think, I, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm the Switch defender among us, apparently. But like, I love the Vita a lot, and mm. uh, mm-hmm. been playing that Persona Four Golden on it finally. Um, after my old Vita died, rip. Um, rip. But but yeah, uh, now uh, I, I bought it in advance of the Vita store closing, which we'll find out in news was a little bit preemptive, but. I, I think it was still good because uh, because it is a good 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 console and um, uh, I think one of the my favorite ways to play a game because I just generally like to play things handheld better than actual consoles. Yeah, you <laughs> so, can move around. Yeah, and it's just I don't know. There's something maybe it's because my first gaming system was a Game Boy, so it's very much like. There's a nostalgia aspect to handhelds that I have, if very specifically, but I, there's just something very nice about being able to, like, I don't know, play it before I fall asleep, and then take it, like, sit on the couch with my Vita, and yeah, I took it. took it with me when I got my uh, second COVID shot. So it's like uh, you know, you you <laughs> you got options there, but yep. I, I've you, been picking uh, up. You can play old it in bed. games. You can play it in bed, hanging above your face, and then it falls because you fall asleep a little bit, and it slams you right in the nose. It's great. Oh, see, no, I don't do that. I'm, I, I'm just like, I, I, I'm like on my on my stomach, like playing it uh, ahead of me. So okay. that's <laughs> so that's less uh, treacherous. But I'm finally playing Persona Four Golden, which was the reason I bought my first Vita. Back in the day. And then it broke before I could play it. Uh, but not at, until I could play Persona 3 Portable, which I, which is my love. But yeah, I'm, I'm considerably pretty far into um, Persona 4 uh, what's, Golden. What's the, current going, what's the current goings on in the story? Uh, right now, I am trying to save Rize. Oh, okay. Yeah, you are pretty decently far. <laughs> yeah. Since I got it, I've played... I think I'm like... 17 hours in right yeah. now. 
Because that's yeah. the thing Started is that recently. the gameplay <laughs> the gameplay loop of Persona game of like I, I need to actually play I I, I, I want to go back and play the Persona two both of the Persona mm. two games because I've heard those are very different but very good as well. Um, but like, uh, but like the gameplay sin. loop of the recent Persona games is very addicting to me. Because it is just so, I don't know. I don't know if there's a gameplay loop that quite appeals to me, quite like Persona does to me, because mm-hmm. of just the doing the school, the sim of like meeting the characters and you're uh, leveling up your uh, social links your, and stats, stats and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay, time to read this book. And then you go into a dungeon and it, and then you're. It, just like that gameplay loop of a persona is so good for me that I, that's why I put so much time into them in very short amounts of time. So it's uh, putting a lot of time into this one so far, but yeah. I, I, I'm really loving it. I mean, I kind of knew that I would, but um, I've started to see some of the elements that are kind of problematic, but at the same time, Part of me is kind of happy that they're covering subjects like that. It's, it's it's very weird because it's like there are certain elements where I'm like, yeah, it would have been nice if they had have done this thing better. But at the same time, they are covering subjects of sexuality and gender yeah. in a way that I don't a lot of games don't necessarily do. And since the original game came out in 2008, I'm willing to give it a little bit like. The, where that falls apart for me is like you know persona 5 came out in 2017 right right and they and it still has a lot of those issues and right. it's like further doubled down in um uh the royale right with some stuff like they changed uh, some things but it didn't actually or not even double down but like they changed some things but didn't actually like address it that much yeah and didn't like, like s- didn't like remove the problem just like changed it and like reframed it a little bit yeah and i don't yeah. think it's quite as they're different problems but it's a lot of stuff in, like, like like still there I, I feel like the thing that about persona 4 is that it's it's a, like from the characters that i've seen it's like very important to the characters whereas in Mm -hmm. persona 5 it's like kind of offhand jokes yeah yeah whereas like like, whereas like there's certain elements where i'm like i don't know if i feel with persona 4 but at the same time like it feels you know like characters who are you know dealing with their own personal problems and their own personal prejudices and their own personal identities in a way that i think works um largely and i still like i said i haven't gotten you know i'm not um through all of it but it's i i I think i I think that's the part that i feel like as i'm playing through it where i'm like okay it's you know i don't think it's doing everything perfectly or anything but at the end of the day it's still trying to do things it's been a long time since i played it but i remembered coming away really sour from that stuff because it felt like the way that they left it was like okay you're a weirdo and you have a problem but we accept your problem rather than like actually understanding and like i would disagree that's not the vibe that i've been getting at all i I would disagree with that 
like I think if we're talking specifically about Kanji and maybe even Naoto, because you haven't got to the Naoto. Have you finished Persona 4 originally, Allison? No. Okay, this is so, the first time. So I'll I'll leave the Naoto stuff. I mean, I know about because, Naoto. But but like um I, I the, think the con- Kanji the, is really good. I, I think, think he's handled he, really well. They do a really good job with his character. And I would die for Kanji. He is my favorite. I, well, that's maybe it. It's that I'm like, I would lay down my life for Kanji because I I love him as a character so much. But a lot of it is just like really on his like personal insecurities and his own personal uh, feelings as he's trying to, you know, you know, work through it. Work through them. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it's very directly like, am I gay? Like he's coming to terms with those kinds of questions and like, oh, you know, I'm perceived as this big tough guy mofo who beats up bikers all the time, but I love knitting and I love all these kinds of things and I might like men. Is that cool? And like, he wasn't sure. And then he confronts it and he's like, yeah, I'm cool with it. And I think that's mm-hmm. really well done, especially for something that's like closing in on 15 years old uh, from mm-hmm. Japan. Uh so I think the Nauto stuff, there's more discussion to be had there. Right. But, and so you'll, I, you'll, you'll, you'll get there and we can talk yeah, about and it. Yeah, and, I, and I, I know a lot of the basics of it. And I think it's very much like falls into the trap of like, oh, Nauto's technically not trans, but this is, uh, and it's, it's problematic, but it, like, I think in a way that like, Feels similar to the to the Danganronpa uh, situation from what I've seen, but yeah, and I'm not there I, either. Yeah, I didn't find it as intensely problematic as some people do. I think there's some tone deaf stuff, but I think the the message they're trying to convey in a lot of ways is worth thinking about. It's it's just um, messy. It's, it's yeah, it's messy. messy. Like, but it's at the not, same time, I feel like not, I don't think it's necessarily malicious. It's just no, it's very messy. And, no, and I think it's yeah. really interesting. I think it's super interesting that they went for it in such a mainstream game and for a main I, character. I, I, it was Persona Four mainstream. Oh yeah, by that point, uh, yeah, maybe totally. in Japan. In Japan, uh, even like, in North I guess America. The West. Yeah, I I worked at GameStop when it came out, and it was like. You know, people were into it. Uh, they weren't like crazy about it. I was thinking of Persona Four Golden. Yeah, like, but you did Persona Four. So uh, two thousand eight. But um, oh no, yeah, I was working. I, I would say. I think, oh, sorry. Go for it, Pat. I think I think I just kind of agree with Andre. Andre, that I think it's messy. I don't think it's like I certainly don't think they set out to make something homophobic or like transphobic or, or in, in, at all. I think the the kanji stuff when I played through it, I was like, I wonder how many consultants they actually talk to because there's just so many like stereotypical things in there that are almost assuredly none. Um, they felt very like, con- like, did you just like watch some pop? Like, did you just watch like the birdcage or something and then decide that, you, you know, like this is what gay people are like. I don't know. It was very. Well, is, like, wait, are are you talking about me. the stuff that's like inside the TV with his shadow? Because yeah. I feel like that's specifically his internal worries about the situation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, if it's I, not and, necessarily. And like, it's not necessarily like this is what a gay person is. It's like this is who he worries that he is. Right, but the developers are suggesting that a person who is gay would have those fears about themselves being like super flamboyant. 
And I think that that is a that is not necessarily a universal experience for people who are gay. Well, I think Uh, it's supposed to be subjective. In my opinion, yeah, Yeah, that's that's like because you have to you have to write them somehow, and you can't like you can't incorporate the wholeness of that experience from every point of of view. So, but I also just don't know that I can feel a little on the nose. Yeah, it, it felt it did not feel like it was. Um, coming in with an awareness of that experience, I guess, uh, and I wasn't playing it with an awareness of the experience either. Yeah, to be clear, but um, yeah, but but I, I don't know. It's it's a it was definitely very messy, and I did, really didn't like that sequence. I like Kanji as a character outside of that. I think outside of in a, in a for the most part outside of his specific dungeon sequence, he's done pretty well, um, and and I enjoyed him, but I think. I also think like it does sort of generally lean into the idea of like, oh, isn't it wild that it's the tough guy who might actually be soft and into men kind of thing is is that, is how I read a lot of that. And I mean, that's like it. kind of that's a, that's a trope in a lot of it is. Like, media is, you know, they're For they're sure. hidden, you know, their outward rough exterior and then their inner tenderness, and whether that's frankly, homosexuality frankly, that's the, or that's the just like game. Into yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. it's like specifically like, like, like it, what are you supposed to like? So if anything, like, they took yeah, like, they they did the tire trope of the of the tough guy being the soft one. They shouldn't yeah, have like, done it. Should he, have been even harder inside, and he was <laughs> putting on a front to be yeah, only a harder. little bit uh, rough. Um, but like, yeah, like look at Yukiko's story, and it's really not that much different. Especially if you look at like how she sees herself caged up as a bird, blah blah blah, or Chie and uh, Yosuke's it goes by pretty fast so you don't really get much of it but yeah. like it's pretty much the same for all of them and i think people Well i feel like also like with Yukiko like her like like a lot of her like like stuff was very like flamboyant too so it's like it is just like everything yeah, it's not just like subtle. Ex- to the yeah. extreme like everything is to the extreme in yeah the, these. the the subservient daughter to the rich family kind of thing where she doesn't want to actually be there right like it's tropes it's not working in subtleties no <laughs> um so i but, I, but it's I also like how we viewed the world yeah. like in general like how people view the world is through tropes so i yeah, and, tropes the game and i mean like if you ever look at like mental health kind of things, such as um, oh, what's it called now? I can't remember. Uh, where you have like the exaggerated views of the things that you're seeing within yourself, you see it a lot with like uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. And I forget the term right now. I'm sorry. Uh, there's a there's a specific term. So Google cognitive behavioral therapy, and you'll read all about the things I'm talking about. And like the kind of over exaggeration of problems and. Uh, just blowing things up and assuming that things are much worse than they are and like that people are viewing you as these things. That's a very common mental health kind of thing. So, oh, I, and I, how? I, and I don't know how you convey that differently. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know with Kanji specifically, like, how do you do it differently? Do you go even more? Do you be, be like him, be like, oh, I just want to suck all the rock hard ding dongs? Or do you go more subtle and be like, oh, I think I may have like this this thing that I don't know how to handle, but you know, it's not popular. It's not a thing in Japan that we can show outwardly. Like I don't know which is, which way is better. And I think the way they did it, sure. Like you can poke holes in it. You can look at it and say, Oh, there's some insensitivities here, but again, it is, it's, it's subjective. Yeah. I mean, I think I definitely think it's, I'm sure there's many people 
I I have I have known uh, queer people who have problems with that game and queer people who really like the representation and so it certainly is, is very subjective. Yeah. I think it's hard to. I I guess I would just really love to know more about the people who wrote that sequence because I think it's sure. definitely hard for me to imagine how you would do it better. But that's also because I'm a cis straight person, so <laughs> I don't have that experience. So it's it's it is difficult for me to say like what the better way to handle it would have been. I just know that at the time, and I haven't played it since Golden came out. I played it. I didn't play it at all until Golden, but then I played through it there. That I didn't particularly, uh-huh. I, I didn't like the um, that sequence, um, but in general, I, I liked the game quite a lot. So um, uh, I found the term I was rem- looking for uh, for cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy. It's distortions. So if you look at mm-hmm. uh, cognitive distortions, so it's that's, literally, that's what I'm talking about. literally, aren't they called dist- Isn't distortions a thing in one of the Persona games? Is it maybe it Persona be. Five? Aren't there distortions? I, can't, I don't. I maybe can't not. Remember. Uh, anyway. Allison, we have a question from the chat. Yeah. Who you gonna date? Oh, oh. <laughs> she oh. a best girl. I mean, I'm already kind of headed in the Yukiko route, but what? we'll Yukiko see. Rules. I love Yukiko what? so much, and her her uh, story so far is really cute. And I'm like, ah, I I like her. So I I like all of <laughs> I like all the characters though. Uh, so uh, Andre is holding up her, his. Chie jacket at the moment. Um, I no, I uh, love Chie. I just, I just, I don't know. Go just, eat beef bowls with Chie. Just go do to the it. Meat dimension. Yeah, <laughs> I love Chie. See, like I'm, I'm, I'm like currently just trying to up my social links for everybody, and then probably, yeah. but I'll probably go for Yukiko. Let's yeah. be honest. Yukiko rules. I mean, like the thing I mean, about you're just a gold 4, digger. You want to marry into <laughs> <Wow>. that. <laughs> Hotel Dynasty. Yeah, Hotel Dynasty. The thing about Persona 4, and you touched on it earlier, Allison, it's it's still my favorite purely because I love all the characters. Like, there's not a character that I dislike (laughs) at all. There have been multiple character moments where I'm just like, I love you guys. I just want to hang out with you guys more. Even Teddy, like, though he's annoying for most of that game, he gets I fucking love Teddy. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I love Teddy. With 1010. Good boy, Teddy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just like all the characters a lot. Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, that's the fun thing about getting into Persona 2, is that I feel like I just, in general, vibe with the characters really well. So it's just like, oh, I just want to hang out with them. And then you have, and then you can. You hang yeah. out with them. And then you, you hang out with Nanako and... Uh, I Okay, I <laughs> would do literally everything for Nanako. Like... You have no idea. Like I'm, I very early on while playing the game was like, listen, I we're not. Who do you need like, me to kill? I, I will exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I would do literally anything at, other than disappoint Nanako. Yeah, and Dojima too. Frankly, I like Dojima. Every well. day will be like, great every- at your Juness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the characters in Persona Four rule. Anyways, yeah, I, I'm into the, I'm into it. <laughs> Good game. All right. I, I was just looking, and I was like, mm, you know what would get me to buy a Vita if I could remote play PS5 on the Vita, which you cannot do. Oh, really? Sad. No, you can't. Yeah, they you can do it on the PS4. The Vita a long time ago. 
Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, you know, just like remote play. Um, let's, let's put it this way. But, well, maybe that's not true. Maybe there was a firmware update. I think maybe there was. There was like one small firmware update that I had to pull after turning my Vita on, mm. having not done so for two years. Yeah. <laughs> what you do is you flash Ubuntu onto that thing and then you use Parsec and just do it yourself. <laughs> and then you put uh, it in a in a VR headset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the Vita, like one of those phone ones. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Strap it to your face. There's <laughs> a whole thing with people like if you have an Oculus Quest, you should use virtual desktop to play games on mm-hmm. PC, not the oculus link cable because Mm -hmm. over a five gigahertz wireless connection you actually can get better performance than over a usb-c line or something it's ridiculous huh well it sounds like it works but uh yeah yeah. people claim yeah i don't have a five gigahertz router because our router is old shit and i it's okay once you get once you get vaccinated you'll have 5g in you anyways so it's all good that's a good point i can just strap the headset on and it'll just conduct 5g to it so just watch out for your data cap Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point I heard that uh, there's no data caps with the vaccine 5G. Maybe. Well, <laughs> at first, that's how they get you. That's a good point. Ouchie, ouchie. Because then you, you you learn to live without it, and then as soon as they slap it on, you're like, well, I gotta I gotta pay for the unlimited. And then you get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, I have been playing my PS5, and I I don't even know why I, I picked this game. It was in the news last week a bit. Because there's nothing else to play. Yeah, I mean, well, there's Final. There's a whole lot of Final Fantasy 14 to play. But well, like, oh, yeah. I, you, I I played a lot of it, and so I needed like a break. I feel like you have yeah, to take I needed a break from that game. Yeah, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm I'm just over halfway. Like, I'm kind of like at a turning point in the story of Heaven's Word. Uh, but don't need to get into that. Uh, but l- oh, we last week. Sometime. Oh yeah, we we could talk about that another once time. I have a feeling once we're all caught up, we'll have to do our uh, podcast about Final Fantasy. Yeah, Rhythm but anyway, Rich. four and a half hour like, long podcast. <laughs> uh, at least two week, like a a week ago, two weeks ago, some some dev uh, who was formerly was at lead designers, be, I think who, they were fired. Uh, yeah, for yelling they were fired at for yelling at employees at the, at at uh, they were like Ben Studio. Leader. Um. Yeah. So, for comments about why there won't be a Days Gone two and how uh, people need to support the games and buy them when they're full price, and if you love a game, pre-order it. And like, how do I know if I love a game if I don't have it? Like, how am I supposed to know? Like, shut up. The guy's an idiot. Um, also, blame the. There's a lot of issues with that statement. That, that, that game sold well and like was well received by yes, the public. It was a huge yeah. commercial. Days Gone, which success. is yeah, it wasn't well well received critically. Which I can see why. Uh, it wasn't even like <laughs> it wasn't even panned. It was just like it's it's fine. And yeah, this this game is fine. Uh, like the motorcycle riding is real good. It's it feels yeah, real like they're bike. they're like they're it is. There are a few things where I'm like, this is a little like not quite polished in the way I'd like, like some interaction stuff, like positioning so, uh, in Days Gone yeah. is like, oh, I'm like standing too close to this person and I've hit the button and like held the prompt, 
but I won't like snap into place to start the thing. So I have to like get, I have to like stop that and then like maneuver into place to get the scene to go and stuff like that. Just weird stuff like that, which is, it's nothing like it's not a concern or a problem, but it is weird. Just like technical stuff. Um, but Pat, you played this game last year or something. I don't know. You got it on sale, right? And when you talked about it on the podcast, you mentioned the sheer amount volume of son of a bitch that is get this uttered. Just, yeah, just like yep. yeah. I, how much of this game did you play, Pat? I think like three hours. So I've oh. played I've played more than that. <laughs> It just it doesn't it stop. It just it doesn't no, stop. I, it, every it stop in the three hours that I played, every character, <laughs> every character will utter "son of a bitch" at yeah. least once. Yeah. Like uh-huh. it's it's unreal. Yeah. It's you take your motorcycle to the mechanic guy, and he's like, "I'm gonna get this son of a bitch up on the racks," and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it it is just it's unreal how often it's uttered no other swears there's no there's no fuck there's no like bitch there's no sh- uh, shit crap nope. and it's all son of a bitch yep it, and they it use it no in tootin'. place of all of those other words yeah like the, <laughs> it's so weird i it's bizarre i really would love to to talk to the writing team on that game just as like a yeah. as someone who appreciates it because i think it's so bizarre and weird that it's entertaining to me i I but might like, have a way we could get in contact with we some sh- people. I, I, that would yeah. be great because I want to know. Not again, not to shit on it, but yeah, just to no, like just understand, yeah. understand. What, yeah. Well, and like the wedding scene writing. You, I, I, so wait, I ha- no, I haven't. Oh, okay. I don't know why I haven't I seen that, that was scene right at the beginning of the game. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Like I've gone through. I've done every like every story, like every mission that's popped I up i haven't that was seen in, the like, scene the, I, literally in the intro that's what but i thought and i haven't I'm start seen playing it. it again soon i'm probably gonna install it now that i have internet again uh, i i apparently. honestly i i've been waiting for it and i haven't seen it and i'm like what the what the hell is going on i i went to the church where i guess they got married and he just pulled out a picture of his wife and was like oh we got married and only because boozer like showed the up intro and, sequence before they tried to do a last yeah. of us thing where they're like Oh, this is when the outbreak happened, and it's mm-hmm. not good. <laughs> like, as all my feelings about Last of Us aside, the very beginning of the first Last of Us game is incredible. They and redo that scene. Sucks. They do that scene later on, and like do more of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, like it's, but, I yeah. I, I where I got to anyway. I still, yeah. I still haven't seen the wedding scene, which doesn't make any sense because I've done a lot in the game. So. What what I find the thing that I liked about that game most, I think is I find that one of my favorite aspects of the reason I like open world games um, is I don't really care that much about the story in open world games. Mm -hmm. If it's good, it's like a bonus, but I really like traversing them and then Mm -hmm. finding moments where I can like look out and see an impressive landscape. Mm -hmm. And I think Oregon's great for that. Yeah, of course. Right. Like it's, one of the most beautiful places in the world and i think days gone captures that pretty well um Mm -hmm. and it's fun to ride the motorcycle so i think that's what i like about it the combat is very whatever it's pretty yeah not terrible but it's no it's better than uh state of decay 2 which i've played the last couple weeks um and i like state of decay 2's combat just fine so (laughs) yeah it it's just it's such a 
It's a weird like, game. It, yeah, like I'm enjoying my time it's, with it. Like you know, I want to keep playing it, and like the writing is you, weird and like corny enough that I'm like, okay, I can, I can, you know, we were talking yeah. about bad movies and like the Mortal Kombat yeah. movie. Like this is like, oh, it's a perfect example. It's of it's that. so it's so like because like you know everyone's like, oh, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch. It doesn't feel like they're trying to be. Yeah, married. no, it doesn't seem like a bit. It doesn't seem like a bit. It no, just no. seems like. They they didn't they like control F something and put in it son seems of a bitch. Like some well uh, to me it all it felt like in the few hours that I played that it was someone sitting at a at a keyboard who is mm-hmm. you know maybe not I don't want to say a bad writer but like maybe not a, a super experienced mm-hmm. writer going like and then he's gonna say I'm gonna get that son of a bitch and it's gonna be really the lines great it's gonna be then, impactful it's, yeah it felt it feels like they there's a real earnestness to it that I appreciate, even though I think that the writing, Mm -hmm. that's what it is. It's, I think the writing is bad, but I don't, it doesn't feel like it came from someone who's like, it's came from someone who's legitimately trying and getting better at a craft as they work through. Like I'm actually kind of interested in like the story, like where the story's at. I'm like, Oh, you know, like some of the stuff is kind of interesting. Uh, And then there's like some weird, like libertarian, stuff and then like the libertarian like radio and then after the radio deacon saint john the main character great name it like just starts yelling out into the wilderness like his response to this radio program that's funny (laughs) so funny i don't think i saw that oh it's so funny um the uh the reason i initially wanted to play it after balking at it thinking it looked really stupid Mm -hmm. for a long time but then rami ishmael on on twitter uh said that you have to part of the reason that he thought that it reviewed so poorly critically is that game is like 60 hours long mm-hmm. and the story apparently gets interesting around 30 hours in yeah mm-hmm. and then from there to the finish it's a pretty solid story as video mm-hmm. game apocalypse stories go but that a lot of reviewers and this tracked with a lot of the reviews that i read at the time and conversations mm-hmm. i heard stop playing at around the 10 hour mark because they just didn't mm-hmm. think it was very good mm-hmm. and can't fault them for it but it didn't necessarily so- get full shake from people because it's yeah. such a weird so uneven quality mm-hmm. so so it was basically this was sony bend right yeah mm-hmm. this this was sony bend's take on trying to do a jrpg like final fantasy 13 <laughs> or uh like uh <laughs> skyward sword or something where it's like yeah the first 10 15 20 hours eh, but after that it gets good i think the issue with this game and this is why i wouldn't pick on a reviewer that that didn't stick it out is it's um it's bad in a way that I think you can find corny and enjoyable. But if you're not someone who who likes that kind of thing, it's not. It's it is bad. It's it's not like it's it's not like it's secretly good. You just have to figure out how to appreciate it. It it is bad for that early stretch. It just is that I think it's bad in a way that I find entertaining. Yeah, it's it's like so corny and like, like what what are we yeah. doing here? Like what is a realm reborn is a realm reborn to me story wise is eh like it's not I wouldn't call it bad. I would say it's average. It wasn't like I I was like okay, I like these characters and I want to get to the parts that are good. So I mm-hmm. I'm going to like it's not hard for me to sit through this. This game I think if you didn't appreciate if it doesn't if you hear that there's dialogue like Son of a bitch, we gotta get this son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> like, if that doesn't sound 
Alpha no, you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> if, if that if that That's dialogue doesn't I sound <laughs> if that dialogue doesn't sound entertaining to you, I don't think you would like the game enough to play through to the thirty hour mark where it supposedly gets interesting. Sure. I wouldn't risk your yeah. time. <laughs> w- would you uh, say that to know whether or not you should play this game and you want a lower time investment, you should watch the Mortal Kombat movie? <laughs> Maybe I haven't watched Mortal Kombat movie yet, but <laughs> cannot um, cannot say. But and I'll also say from what I heard, I remember back when like wait they were talking about this on Waypoint. Patrick Klepek, who does tend to like corny shit, was the one who played it, and he was saying that like there's some story stuff in there that is like actively kind of like gross in the first half of that game, <laughs> like where like at one point there's a woman who's been like kidnapped and enslaved by someone, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you go rescue her, but like you're only rescuing her because you're getting paid for it or something. And then you take her back and you're like kind of an asshole to her the whole time. And it's like, mm-hmm. dog, this, this woman was like enslaved. I don't remember the full mm-hmm. context of we'll that see. conversation. Yeah. I have, I've like started that. Yeah. Started it that sounds line, like that, so we'll that quest line <laughs> has a pretty shitty and mm-hmm. not necessarily fully like, I'm going to stop playing this cause it's I, problematic, mm-hmm. but like not well handled at all. Cause I, so there's like a couple different like storylines going around that camp and it, it, it's a work camp and they're, you know, everyone's expected to work and that's how you get your food. Uh, but you know, they like, I can't leave is kind of some of the stuff. And one person gets like, gets kidnapped and then you go to rescue them. And then they're like, I'm not going back. And you're like, okay. And then you go off and then the person calls you and then you, like the person who runs the camp and Deacon lies to her and it's like, Oh, she said she's going back. And she's like, you let her go alone. I'm like, she didn't want my help. And I he's lying to her. And she's like, he's like, why would she not want to go back or something? He's like, uh, the person there's like, uh, no, uh, there's, there's no reason they wouldn't want to come back, you know, stuff like that. So I think that that we'll see was how that of, develops keeps going a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it does for sure. The game, the game uh, is very clear about like here's how much of this storyline you've completed and here's like all the storylines you've started and here's how much yeah. you've completed. That's and- the other thing that I found very surprising about that game is I was expecting it to be um pretty limited in terms of mechanics. I thought it was just gonna mm-hmm. sort of be like there's ride around and stuff but going there's on. A, there's a lot of stuff. Like it is like at least a far cry in terms of the amount of hunting and hunting uh, and upgrading stuff and yep. getting upgrades for your bike skill and skill trees. And yep. Skill trees and different weapons and stuff. It's, it's pretty intense. Um, yeah. and I'm weirdly like for virtually my entire 30 years on this earth, I have disliked zombies. I like the original night of the living dead. Um, mm-hmm. I like the first resident evil movie quite a lot. And, uh, <laughs> I like like, dawn of the dead there's mm-hmm. like uh, i like um uh dead Wait, rising uh, the first dead planet, rising planet terror yeah <laughs> planet terror is all right okay okay there's like i can count the number of zombie things i like on two hands probably mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. for some reason recently i've been like no maybe i maybe i do like zombie stuff mm-hmm. uh which has been a weird <laughs> um well there was definitely like a me, saturation but- uh, you know, yeah, a decade sure ago, even before the Thanks saturation the and dead. after it, um, and I, I think part of it is that is that just like I never liked The Walking it, Dead. The Walking uh, Dead came it was like the tail end of the saturation, though. Yeah, yeah, and, and I don't, I well, don't particularly. 
I don't particularly like I'm, this is a personal preference. This is not me mm-hmm. coming for Telltale. I don't particularly like Gross. the Telltale Walking Dead games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I they never connected with me. Um, I get why they did connect for people, and it's you know I think it's great that there's such a great a strong fan base for those games, but um, they just never did anything for me. But now, uh, I don't know. Yeah, between like playing like some State of Decay and some Scum, and and um, even before that, my friends and I are playing some other weird zombie games. Kind of like eh, maybe maybe I do like this now. <laughs> well, I so mean, anyway, more when we live in a world where if you go outside, you're constantly dodging More mobs society. of people who it are could totally have to do with public what health hazard is happening in the world that that is that I'm subconsciously like <laughs> processing some of mm-hmm. that stuff uh, mm-hmm. with uh, with zombie media now. Uh, last last little thought is load times are weirdly long on uh huh. like the ps5 still uh like you know they're not like unbearable but it is like oh load times right this is like a thing still in some games and you know it's a ps4 game that doesn't have like a major ps5 patch as far as i know oh i thought but it got a patch but it might have but it's still like fast traveling stuff yeah. and like if you like die and like reload which sometimes i'll like fall off a like a little ledge and it's just a little bit too far I'm like oh i dropped like 10 feet off this bridge and ah oh! that's uh, so I'm that's annoying but that that's a, quick save that's the a bike. weird recurring trait that i in i tend to enjoy games where when you fall 10 feet you get severely injured <laughs> i don't know I don't <laughs> it's know just annoying active tissue it is but it's I've noticed that I, it happened last night when I was playing chivalry. I was going to do this mm-hmm. sick move. There's like a, there was like a cart that gave me a perfect ramp to jump on top of this little like building. Mm-hmm. So I jumped up on the roof. It's like 15 feet in the air. And then I was like, OK, I'm going to jump off this building and do an overhead swing and kill someone on my way down. And when I hit the ground, my guy just like <laughs> collapsed and didn't die. But oh, just, like, fell I was on like, you killed yourself. <laughs> no, he fell on his ass, though. And then someone came over and cut my head off before I could stand up sick i was like this game rules (laughs) (laughs) well uh speaking of getting your head cut off uh i played (laughs) (laughs) i love that uh it's fun when it happens in chivalry not fun when it happens in this game getting Uh, stepped on uh i played uh that's that's in this week's demo um I played the Resident Evil Village demo, a 30-minute demo that came out last week, which like limited on PS, I think only on PS5, not even on PS4, maybe on PS4, I don't know. Anyway, and that's just part of the game, right? Yeah, it's just like 30 minutes from the village section of the game. Um and like it's not like here is like a predetermined I I don't think it's like you can play this much. I think it's just as far as you get in 30 minutes. Um, but uh, I didn't look into it. And like, you can't replay it or anything because, you know, speedrunners would be trying to get as far as they can and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so it's just kind of like, oh, here you're in this village. Here's like a little bit of the combat. Here's some of the story stuff. And it's very much like Resident Evil 7, but then they added in the Resident Evil 4 inventory. Like yeah. all the, uh, like it's just that. Yeah, just the big attache case and moving stuff around, which is very funny. And they've they've you said like Resident Evil 4 was big uh, inspiration for Shocker. this game. 
Yeah. I would never have guessed that based no, on not at all. All of Impossible. the promotional footage looking like it was almost a remake of Resident Evil Four. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just well. But instead of like, instead of the little man, this... they picked a big woman. Upgrade, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. And I'm it, here for that. What what country does it take place in? It's not Spain, obviously. It's, uh, it's somewhere in Europe. I don't. I don't know. Uh, it's okay. just. I wouldn't some... be surprised if it said somewhere in Europe at the. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it doesn't sound like that's a bad thing, though. I I also played some few hours of Resident Evil Four this week, and that game is really fucking fantastic. Or Resident yeah, Evil Four, Resident Evil Seven, Resident Evil Seven. Oh. I meant to say, Resident that's Evil Four is good. fantastic too. Yeah. But Resident Evil Seven is rules. That game mm-hmm. is awesome, uh, hard but good. Current clues strongly suggest it is located in Romania, so probably like Eastern oh, okay. Europe is the idea. Well, vampires, right? So. Yeah, werewolves. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. yeah, so yeah, the you get like some dramatic story moments and like spooky characters showing up, do, like the old woman from the trailers is there. Do you feel so? One of the things that I'm like super, super into with, with Resident Evil 7 is mm-hmm. how, um, they've and I know that it changes a little bit as you get deeper in the story, but it's seem it feels very much like things are fucked up and not like a corporation made of vi- like it feels very i know that it connects to mm-hmm. umbrella corp t virus stuff but it feels much more um it feels kind of unpredictable like mm-hmm. who, like the ways in which it could connect are like could actually be interesting um mm-hmm. do you think that that village has that sort of unpredictability or is it does it seem more like because I feel like with Resident Evil 1 and 2, mm-hmm. if you know, obviously at the time when Resident Evil came out and you get to the bunker part, you're like, what the fuck? But mm-hmm. having watched like the movie, I feel like if you watch Resident Evil 1, the first Resident Evil movie, pretty much mm-hmm. every Resident Evil game, you can go like, oh, so this is going to be a weird, creepy external area. And then we get to the part where there's a virus. Uh, uh, I mean, that's Resident Evil. like Right. But so I don't I don't think this game is going to like break you know break tradition or anything like that. I I guess like, seven I think just feels it, more yeah. dynamic. Like if the story feels mm-hmm. more dynamic. Well, yeah, and well, they you know it's it's a departure from the way the games were yeah. like mechanically and like setting wise and like tone and stuff. It's very different. But and, like and like this game is still like it feels. You know, it feels like seven, but like I feel like, but coming from seven, knowing what happens in seven and like the way it ends, like we go, okay, this is still Resident Evil. Sure, I guess so. I think Resident Evil Four is also pretty good about that. It goes in more interesting places mm-hmm. than the first mm-hmm. few games. Um, so. Like but you still end up in like too. a lab at the end and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, but, true. Uh, so you know, um, it, it. I you know, I I don't know. Uh, but it's easy to it's easy to see how they could go back to like you know go back to their roots, so to say, sure. and just you know do the same kind of like, thing. But like you know, I don't think it's going to be suddenly there's magic werewolves in the world and real vampires. No, like, I don't it's think not that's even that. I be the case or anything. I'm like not that, even. But. I'm kind of slowly getting over my hangups about that part mm-hmm. of it. It's more just like I know the moment in Resident Evil Seven that 
was like, oh, shit, was like finding the bathtub and it's full of gunk and Mm -hmm. then coming back to that room. It like it worked like perfectly (laughs) on me because I knew that Mm -hmm. there was a sequence where you're getting stalked around the house. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that like, okay, I'm going into this room. Oh, bathtub. I guess I can interact with it. Gross. This is Mm -hmm. nasty. Yeah. Leave the room. And then I did the thing where I circled back because I didn't know what else to do. And mm-hmm. then noticed that the bathtub was drained and went, oh, f- fuck. And then you turn around and then the, the, the character's there and he like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. starts to interact. Yeah. So, so that well, was surprising to me in a Resident yeah, Evil yeah, yeah. game because it just doesn't usually have that kind of stuff yeah. in it. So, uh, I mean, it, the, the part I played was very small and it wasn't sure. like any sort of section like that. So there, there very well could be stuff like that where... Uh, like I saw some stuff talking, I think it was from Game Informer, maybe talking about how uh, Lady D- Dimitrescu. I can't. It, I, I saw a pronunciation guide for it. And I forgot. But step on face. Like she, she is going to like stalk stalk you around like the castle once you get there, and so there's going to be a little bit of that sort of like the Mister X kind of stuff from Resident mm-hmm. Evil Two. We'll see how successful Rest that is because because everybody's like, just going to be like into it in this one. Where they're, yeah, they're yeah. Like, yeah, stalk me oh, around this place. It's, it's, it's the whole. Oh meme. no! Yeah, that whole yeah. meme of people like, oh, don't chase me, looking, looking behind looking, shoulders, looking being around like, the corner, like, sl- slowing oh. down. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that you that got a little the, close to me. I can't oh, believe no. that this is the one that does not have VR. <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah. yeah well, and, and I'm trying to. I'm having. A, I'm poorly articulating the thing that I'm hoping mm-hmm. it captures because it's not just getting stalked and like. No, yeah, like, but like the unpredictability of like if what's is something going to bust through this wall like and, and I'm also, not ready for it and, and also it's the unpredictability knowing the series like if I had gone in the basement yeah. and there had been a guy if he had been like hooked up to a bunch of like medical equipment I would have been like oh he's gonna get up again it was mm-hmm. the way that they delivered it like yeah here's this bathtub full of gunk it was very unexpected to see mm-hmm. that in this game um because i was expecting it to go down the typical path of like okay there's these weird people and then they're going to disappear and then it's going to be fighting zombies in a Uh. in a in a lab and instead it stayed pretty i'm obviously not like i'm not even halfway in yet but it has stayed more weird i guess Mm -hmm. is is what i I think i i mean based on the trailers and stuff i think eight seems like it could be weird yeah i guess that's what i want is i want it to be weird and to me Resident Evil 1 through 3 aren't really weird anymore because no. that formula has been so done. It doesn't make them bad. Like, it just makes no, them yeah, not yeah. as weird. Like, even, you know, it's t- borrowing heavily for, from Resident Evil 4, like they've said. But, like, even beyond that, it seems like it's got a lot more, like, colorful characters mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, like, and uh, Resident Evil 4 was weird. That's why I played mm-hmm. 80% of that game. I didn't finish it, but... I've played oh, it. I've a played very Resident Evil ending. Force. I've played through Resident Evil Force so many times. It's good. I, uh, did did I you get said, to the Did you get to the dude in the statue? Me? Yeah. Oh, I think so. The the, the giant statue. The giant statue I, that I chases you and oh, turns that, into that, a Crash Bandicoot level. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That's, yeah. that's, that's only like two thirds of that's, the way. Oh, that's that that's yeah. That's like before you okay. even get to the second disc. Yeah. Um. No, I played through. <laughs> yeah, I, I played up until the point where you start to find like the lab stuff. Um, oh, oh, yeah, oh, no, okay. you were with, with at the end <laughs> with Iron yeah. Maidens and such. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I wasn't that far from the end. I just never got around to finishing. it. Mm-hmm. And I know Allison, what's happening. Like, I've, 
you look completely fucking checked out. <laughs> I'm a little bit. I honestly think you'd probably <laughs> like the Resident Evil 4, Allison. I like, played yeah. a little bit of Resident Evil 4. I liked it, but then I got to all the, uh, like, Ashley hiding the thing, and I just got Oh, I that stuff sucks. By- oh, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. I got but, just but, annoyed. I just got so annoyed by that that I was just like, I'm out. I Go. Want to say the, wait. Go. Wait. Yeah. I want to say they've gently wait. improved some of that stuff. As they have released the remasters ports. of that game, yeah, the, um, the Wii version is really good. Frustrating. I, I, I mean, I played it on PC, but I don't oh, know. play the VR version, version, Pat. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I might pick up the VR version. We'll see. Yeah. It depends but on like, if it but, runs but on. But I liked one. the vibe. Oh, it doesn't. Of Resident Evil no. Four, nope. and there are a lot of times where you're just like, where it could get it's actiony but also still like i'm just like nope time to add a nope out oh, of yeah. this situation it, and so i, I, I feel think, like it does that horror pretty well but i, I, I also just you, need to be better at horror video games in general fair i think if you got to the second half you would like it more because it's more like a guillermo del toro movie yes my boy my boy uh oh. resident evil 7 let me tell you i've been playing you guys know the way to like get to my heart really fast. Resident Evil 7 is not oh, like... Oh, it's like a Guillermo del Toro <laughs> um, movie, you Resident Allison. Evil 7 opens like the first season of True Detective, which is why it was a direct shot to my <laughs> veins of like, oh, fuck. I like Resident Evil. Resident Evil 7 is like... Uh, I, starts, I like the like, idea Evil of Dead, Resident Evil 7, Then it becomes like Saw. Spooky. Yeah. Resident Evil 7, what I was going to say is, yeah. I didn't play when it came out because I was too scared. I've been playing... It does become um, like Saw. I've been yeah. playing more yeah. horror stuff and now it like I, I i was like i want something to fuck me up because i didn't mm-hmm. think amnesia rebirth was very scary phasmophobia is not very scary to me anymore um so i need something and yeah uh, get your hit like yeah <laughs> early on there's like a part where you turn and there's like a, a a weird like gate thing made out of horse body parts yeah. as and you do i was like what the fuck it was like <laughs> a visceral like this is fucked and you have to walk past it and then that's there's really also, early, isn't it yeah it's like the yeah. first like 10 minutes of the game yeah uh yeah and then you to go you go you have to you can hit a point where you find the the guest house like the small side house to the main big house and the only thing you can do is go inside and when you open the door it is just it's black inside mm-hmm. there is like you can't see at all and i was like I don't want to fucking go in there. And I literally <laughs> stood outside for like a good three to five minutes going like, is, do I need to find a flashlight or something before I go in there? Cause there's no, and you just have to walk right into this pitch black, inky darkness. Yeah, and, and it takes a good 15 seconds before it makes, you can see. Yeah. And it's like, to be noted, that section is all set in like straight up Louisiana Bayou. It's like the kind of thing oh, yeah. where you can hear the flies and it, you can see the humidity. Like, and, <laughs> Even when you first finally fight somebody, um, I won't spoil too much of it, but like this it game's is really old. yeah, well, it is well, really unsettling. Are you, are you talking <laughs> yeah. about the part with the car? No, that part's no. not really scary. That no, that part's just funny. Ridiculous. It's <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like watching gameplay videos of that, that section where you're stupid. like, uh. as the very as very Evil Dead. Yes. Yes. Um, no, I'm talking about the very first stuff. Uh, like in the in the guest fighting? house, yeah. Yes, when you find oh yeah, yeah. I, when I you find your wife that. early yeah. on, uh, that stuff. Like you at one point have to shoot an enemy and and put it down, uh, and it's it's really unsettling because it is dark 
and it's mm-hmm. screaming at you and like mm-hmm. oh oh it was it's rough that's a good game it's great that's, that's a good ad it's game. a good game <laughs> yep. is it okay is it a game where if you don't play horror games but you'd like to learn how to play horror games that you would think is a good it might be a tough first one i think it, it would be it would be like, very, like it would, I, if you can I, get someone to sit with you and like go through the experience because yeah. that's yeah, like, you know sure. that's like a big thing is like it's, especially it with horror is just like scary. enjoying an experience together I would, and like so I would like almost, take a break and laugh at how you're scared. I would almost say if, if you want to get into horror games, I would check out Soma. Okay. Um, yeah, play Soma because really it has the first. You one. can turn off the enemies in Soma mm-hmm. so it's that still there's no scary. It's still but, scary, but there's no yeah, like death the mechanic. Yeah. Um, so you can try it with the enemies Soma's on and great. see how you feel about it, and then you can turn it uh, turn the the enemies off if you want to keep playing the story. And it has a really interesting story too. The story is so um, good. So I would I would almost say try something like that. I think Amnesia Rebirth is a good one too, but um, you can't turn the enemies off in that. Uh, yeah, I, the the reason I would have a hard time recommending Resident Evil Seven as a first one, and maybe we should get back to Village after that, but um, <laughs> is because sometimes it gets it wants you to solve problems and puzzles like in the moment when there's a lot of stuff going on and if you're not conditioned to doing that with that much stress Mm -hmm. and pressure it could be tough because you're going to die a lot the other problem that it has is um this is not a really a problem problem but it can make it more difficult is it's still a game games like soma and amnesia you're running away from enemies but like there's no way to screw yourself up for the long term um Mm, this game if you are like, oh shit, oh shit, and you blow like 30 rounds of ammunition to kill one enemy, it's going to make the game harder for you. So it's yep. like you have to kind of play it well in addition to putting up with the scary shit or else it makes it worse for you later on. Uh, yep. And it, there's, there's no way to make it so you can't finish the game, but you may get to a point where it's like, well, now I just have to run past these four enemies rather than being able to actually take them out because I used yeah. up all my ammo already. You'll end up um, save scumming. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think that's, and the problem is, and this is one of the reasons why I always struggle with these games. You can save scum, but if you're like, okay, well it took 10 rounds of ammunition for me to kill that one enemy. I guess that's fine, but really you should have been able to kill it in a couple of rounds. And then you play to the point where you're at your next save. And then you overwrite your previous but save. Why would you overwrite your save? Who does well, this? <laughs> okay. You don't overwrite your save. You play for another 20 yeah. minutes. And then you're like, oh, I have to go back two hours to when mm-hmm, I fucked up mm-hmm. on the enemy. Or, or yeah. it feels awful. That was the thing that got me out of Resident Evil 2 Remake. Because I was well, just bad at shooting in it. And well, I yeah. hit a point like that. One, one of the things is they have uh, like adaptive difficulty in these games. They have since, like I think, 4. Uh, and so the more like the more damage you take, uh, or like they'll actually put in more healing items, or like enemies will do less damage. The yeah. more enemies, uh, the more ammo you use, you'll find more ammo later on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But enemies will be the more anim- ammo you use, they'll actually be like, okay, if you're going to use like a lot of ammo, we're going to actually make enemies harder to kill. Because yeah. uh, and it like, works pretty well, but yeah. I think it can be tough when you're first trying to get into definitely. You're also trying to deal with. But not it's trying to balance it out so you have like a yeah. decent experience and it's yeah. not like and I, and I, oh I, really I got screwed over. Yeah. It works in the end, but it's it's I would say you it would be if I also was like I can't even process this because I'm scared, mm-hmm. it would be tough. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I would say like find a YouTuber you like. I would recommend Bakba Soup for his Resident Evil Seven hmm. playthrough that will be coming up pretty soon. Uh, he he's like done speed runs for games done quick and stuff. He normally speed runs, but right now he's doing a story review of all the Resident Evil games before uh, like a That's full cool. playthrough and like reviewing the story and the experience as he plays through each one um leading up with all the all the cutscenes full story uh leading up to resident evil 8 and he's like my favorite streamer uh he's really enchaining he lives he's canadian lives on prince prince edward island yeah you had me until canadian (laughs) (laughs) he's also a chef and uh so he talks about like cooking and i think he does some cooking streams sometimes but yeah bakba soup He's 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 a good follow, and we'll be playing Resident Evil Seven soon. I don't know exactly when though. He just played, just three hours ago, uploaded his story review of Operation Raccoon City. So <laughs> that is how dedicated he is to this. Uh, well, this this mission. Well, Andre, um, yeah. on May seventh, will you be playing Resident Evil Village? And also, will you be getting this thing that just got announced an hour ago, which is a Lady Dimitrescu towel, which is three meters long? <laughs> I'll send a link to our... I'll, I'll make sure to put a link to this in the show notes. Uh, I probably could, like body pillows, but, but uh, not... I don't... I, I think my girlfriend would be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the issue is that I feel like... I don't feel like... I feel like lady dimitrescu should be using me to dry her ass not the other way around <laughs> um i, I, yeah. want this. I i'm not gonna play this game I, I'm, yeah i'm gonna try to get through seven and play it yeah there's a there's a link waiting for y'all oh but, god uh, damn it you have to it's a contest uh, oh they, this oh. is very funny they're the marketing and there are only three towels that they made so it's like oh the the marketing the marketing (laughs) village is like just off the chain they so there's some like from the 80s there's some singer who made a song uh, like uh kind of like traditional not sort of traditional japanese music and he wrote the song about how he wants to move from like like his rural town rural village to tokyo and he's like oh it sucks Uh living in the sticks and all this stuff. And so they got that guy who's like an old man now and they got him to re-record the song, but make it about this village in the game. What? And it's like, it's the song is called like this village sucks level 100. And it's like, <laughs> Oh, the, there's like these wolf men here. And there's like the big sucking lady and just like all, you know, all this stuff. Like I need to get out of this, this village. <laughs> They like it's like this three minute song and like i showed it to my girlfriend she's like oh i know this song <laughs> that's amazing but then the, the lyrics are changed she thought it was very funny that they actually got the guy i posted it in the what chat be, but it was all in japanese so what would be the english equivalent of like a classic song remade for a video game that you would love to see like rod stewart or something doing maggie may but instead of being about him being a shitty boyfriend it's about like you could probably get you could probably get Michael <laughs> Bolton to sing a song about like uh well, I don't know uh pick a game Umineko hey, he'd do it <laughs> you pay him he'd do it 
Like, uh, let's see. What what do we got coming out this year? What's on the release calendar? Uh, Returnal. Sure, Michael Bolton's singing about Returnal. <laughs> you know, or like Horizon. Michael Bolton singing about Ratchet and Clank. That's what we need. That, that would Michael do it. Bolton, Michael Bolton in Ratchet Clank. Hell yeah. Michael Bolton there's somebody is Ratchet. The, the, the female Lombax. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank and Quark and uh, <laughs> Lady Lombax, yeah, yeah, yep, and Doctor Nefarious and yeah. Oh man, anyway. no, let Andrew WK as as Ratchet and Clank and Lady. Play Andrew WK in Resident Evil, honestly. Uh, Andrew Rob WK Zombie. is Lady Dimitrescu. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm fine with that. Whatever, that's cool. <laughs> Avril still stick on me. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> that's video games. That uh, is. That's that all is, of them. That was two in two hours yeah. over of video, video games. games. Well, we yeah. talked about other stuff at the beginning. Bad um, movies and emails. The, and, um, the, 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 before we go to news, I'll say that I'm finally now very excited about Returnal, which is great because yeah. that means I only have to wait six days for it. Um, it always looked but, uh, cool. <laughs> it it looked cool, like but, the art style was cool. I was yeah. into the the mechanics, the idea, but it always so looked unknowns. When you saw the character yeah. move around to me. It always looked like that would feel like shit to play. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that people are saying that in fact it's quite good to play now, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, uh, now I I'm was excited. I was very much like, we'll see until the last. Uh, until the last like trailer they did, like at the state of play or whatever, I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm intrigued now, and now to hear that it's good is, uh, yeah, I'm encouraging. Yeah. So, very I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, oh, last thing is there is another demo up today for eight hours where you can play Resident Evil Village, but it's mm-hmm. the castle section for thirty minutes on the PlayStation. So Such a weird way of do doing that. That's weird. Yep. I'm just going to yep. wait. It's not that far out. So yeah, for two weeks. So and I have seven to play through. Yeah, just just so. play seven. Just, uh, mm-hmm. where, where are you at in seven now? I'm still early. I'm still in like the. Um, I just got the scorpion key, so very early. Okay. On, so. Okay. Um, so you can uh, get the shotgun. Yes, I can get the shotgun now. Okay. Shotgun. I love that. One thing I enjoy is in the loading tips. It's like. Once you find the scorpion key, you can acquire the shotgun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is a very funny thing for them to put in in the loading well, screen. You know, well, there's because they can, you know, you can just like bypass all that stuff and then end up in a situation where you're like, you know, get kind of stuck in a spot where you're like, yeah. I don't have a shotgun. Whoops. Well, and also, I think because that game, it's like attracting people who maybe are coming from an amnesia horror game fandom because it is the first person yeah. perspective. Right, like, and yeah. It's still logic. It's logic is still very much Resident Evil, though. Mm-hmm. So I can. I think it's good that they nudge you yeah. towards like, hey, there's weird uh, puzzles in this game where you have to put shit on shit and then mm-hmm. push a yeah. button. It's like scum. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know if you can pick up the poop and scum. You know where you Early can access. There's plenty of time Duke for that. Forever. That's true. Duke Nukem Forever is a good game. Really no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will not let this. Based I will on not. It's picking up uh, the poop. I will not let no, this stand. Uh, Pat, do you need to get out of here? Um, I don't. I got a phone call earlier that my internet's fixed. 
And I it believe that. to be fixed. Okay. It's, right. so, it's worked so far. I'm going to chance it and try to figure out how to upload stuff on my phone if I lose it later. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Let's see then. Let's move into the news. And uh, big news at Blizzard this week. Jeez, oh, yeah. More people losing their job. Jeff Kaplan leaves. By choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I. It seemed like it was by choice. I think it sounded like it was by choice. Yeah. I think if Kaplan got got canned from Blizzard, I I doubt that very greatly. It, it probably it probably yeah. would not stay uh, under wraps that long. But yeah, so Jeff Kaplan is leaving Blizzard, the face of Overwatch. Truly. Truly, uh, right the face on, of Overwatch. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah, I feel like a, not that I mean he doesn't make the game himself. But, no. Uh, but he was he a was head like that the, is not a good sign for that series you know he was the one who was you do an overwatch stream you see jeff kaplan yeah like when there's Uh, news and stuff so he seemed like put it this way he seemed like the only person excited about overwatch that they ever put in front of a camera (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure there's plenty of people who work there who are excited about it but they're not necessarily the people mm -hmm. to put on stage that and the fact that he seemed actively engaged with the community like yeah, and was yeah. keeping up with things and was able to communicate things well. Even if things were going poorly, he was able to communicate like, "Hey, we understand that this thing sucks." Mm-hmm. Like he he was good for hyping people up and also like being pretty level headed about the bullshit. So like, yeah. yeah, Jeff Kaplan is a big loss for Blizzard right now because I think people are not too hot on Blizzard in 2021. Well, there's I'm not necessarily hot or hold on them. They're not doing anything. Is like, did Diablo two come out or is that still like a demo no, or like okay it's, it's not out it's yet? in tech alpha it's supposed to come out in like November or something okay okay which is cool but I mean they don't have any new games coming out they didn't have any no. new games they, come out in twenty twenty they Diablo games coming out Diablo Immortal seems to be a thing but that's also not made by them it's still not yeah. out either yeah, they put out a bunch of Hearthstone like, stuff uh, yeah but, but still it's but, just yeah, yeah I mean they updates. put a WoW expansion out that's pretty okay last year too but yeah like the they just it's, seem like they're, they're yeah they're spinning yeah, their um, wheels a little bit mm-hmm. yes there seems like there's a lot of wheel spin mm-hmm. and it's just sort of like a lot of people leaving yeah i don't know yeah I, and i mean yeah. with overwatch there hasn't been a new character or anything for like a year or two now no, and they confirmed there won't be anything new this year mm-hmm. so so yeah they're just spinning was, their wheels <laughs> What was was Vicarious Visions brought on for Overwatch, or was that something else? Well, the the thing everybody screamed when they were brought when they were absorbed was they're just going to be making like Overwatch maps. skins. I think that sorry. was yeah. I think that was a pessimistic. Well, not that I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, I thought there was something was good, more but, like they're like they're like dependable and like closers kind of like they can get a project yeah, done impression I got. and so they were i thought they were brought in for something and i, I thought, think it was because they did such a good job with the tony hawk remake and i think one of blizzard's big things going forward is they're going to just keep remaking and remastering god that's so fucking depressing yeah, it sucks oh it wait is. blizzard did put something out they put out that arcade collection didn't they oh yeah, yeah but it was a remaster of a bunch of yeah. games yeah <laughs> like exactly but uh, you, you talking about remasters just reminded me of that yeah it's it's really the vicarious visions is just going to be remastering I mean, remaking the wow expansions for classic starcraft well yeah starcraft one uh, and brood war i they already I did think, that didn't they yeah did they, they did already, a starcraft remastered. oh they did they do a remastered yeah you're yeah right. they'll probably do another right. one soon and do uh, warcraft, warcraft one and two. two remastered 
it's definitely depressing and it just feels like there that's why i'm not like anti i'm not like fuck you blizzard it's more just There's nothing to be upset about or happy about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like it's mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> yep. There's nothing there. Um, like a derelict ship. Uh, and it's too bad. But I think that that's going to be more and more the state of non first party and first party to a degree, but like third party studios or big AAA third party publishers know they can make a shitload more money if they just remaster the old shit over and over again because it costs way less to do than make something new and people will buy it everyone that i know is going to buy the not everyone i know that's exaggeration but i would say at least half of the people that i know and play games with will be purchasing that diablo 2 remaster and i will be one of them not because i'm super excited about it but because if i want to play with my friends that's what they're going to be playing for a month so (laughs) i can either not play games or play with them and they are pumped they are like the people that I know and play games with are like, shit, yes, this is the coolest thing to come out since Diablo 2 is the remake of Diablo 2, a remaster. It'll, and it's it'll just probably depressing to me. Yeah, oh, it'll be cool, but, I'm sure. Like, it, it looks but, good, but but I wonder where Jeff Kaplan goes, where he goes. <laughs> I wonder if he goes to Respawn and starts working on this this other thing that we'll talk about. Because <laughs> that would Microsoft. be amazing. It would be that would so be really funny. wild. If you were I could see I go in someplace like Disney too. Disney it two, like the sequel, the sequel to Disney, because they're trying to ramp. It seems like they're trying to trying to dip their toes back into video game. I I don't think they stuff. actually do. I I think they just maybe continue not. the licensing stuff and like you know they have like the PO, like they have like their game stuff and like maybe like creative one, people. To that's like what I mean more is less stuff, that but they're going to make games in house, but it seems like they're trying to take a more hands on approach with maybe. their licensing and they they like, probably should. Do with, with the, some of the stuff that's come out. Um, I, I could see him like go to a, like a Microsoft as they're trying to like get more like studio stuff going, like new IPs, yeah, more games, like Wait, first party stuff. Like we need, you know, is Blizzard in LA Santa or like it's like Santa Monica area? Because I was going to say there's there's like Sony, uh, Microsoft has that Santa Monica studio that they keep yep, that and. Yep. That would Sony be Santa Monica. I could see him prime. in either of those places. Yeah. What does Sony Santa Monica yeah. even make these days? Uh, the the show. No, the, the San Diego is uh, the show. Oh, like, God of War. No, yeah. They make no, no, God yeah. Santa Monica's God of War. Santa Monica uh, makes God of War. Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah, show is San Diego. Uh, yes, also, I it. think Santa Monica has another like sci-fi. Uh, yeah, they have thing a second in team production that, that is working on. So, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Which I'm excited so, to see what that is. Uh. God of, God of God of Star, Star Gods. It's um, just Doom. <laughs> wait, so could they also get? Oh no, actor who played Kratos oh, no? this time around. Uh, yeah, he's out of Capcom. <laughs> wow. Oh no, Odo from Deep Space Nine. Sorry, I misspoke. Um, but who was the actor? He was in Stargate. Uh, oh, Christopher Plummer. He, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Judge. There we go. <laughs> but, yeah, Christopher Plummer. Like, I knew it was but, a job. Yeah. Christopher Plummer. <laughs> oh, this is something I'm going to think about now. <laughs> All the time. Um, yeah, they just make a, Star, a Stargate game. I knew it was one of those jobs. That would be names. good. <laughs> Plummer, indeed. Wait, knives Out. <laughs> it's real good. No, Christopher Plummer's at one of 
the best actors of our time, arguably. <laughs> but, well, rest well I, I, I can't even put a face on Christopher Plummer. I don't even, like, I have to look Google Christopher Plummer to know what he looks like. Yeah, he passed away earlier this year. Which is sad. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, that is a choice. Um, yeah, From starting the long, full peace. life full of incredible roles. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Okay, um, well, our next news story... Uh, we talked a couple weeks ago about Discord uh, being in talks to sell, possibly to Microsoft, for something like $10 billion. Forget all of it. It's not yeah, happening. Discord no longer, said, no longer in talks. All right, no longer I sitting in Discord a tree. It, yeah. No longer K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be so, great because yeah. it, I would really like them to release a PlayStation app at some point. I don't know that Sony would let them, but I can dream. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, trying to play, talk to people who are playing Final Fantasy on PlayStation and PC, mm-hmm. and oh, as yeah. someone who moves between those, it's a pain in the ass because mm-hmm. the you have to use a phone, and mm-hmm. it works. Oh, it's like, but you, it's not it's great. like you're it's like you're using a switch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, hopefully, I don't think Jim Ryan will let him, but we'll see. No, I think yeah. you're right, but I'd love to <laughs> I, see it. But yeah, I'm not surprised. I. I would have been surprised if Discord did get acquired. It seemed like IPO was always going to be the the path for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah, this might have been like a feeling out phase. Like, okay, what, mm-hmm. what kind of valuation? Like, you know, it definitely, privately, what could we drum it, up? And that rumor raises the uh, probably raises their mm-hmm. initial price. Like, oh, Microsoft, the ten billion Microsoft, for Microsoft. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, I'll tell yeah. you, in my mind. If you had said, do you want to buy Discord stock? I would have been like, I don't think so. But then hearing, I don't know. Well, Microsoft was going to pay $10 billion for them. Now I'm like, maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know uh-huh. though. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, cause I don't, I don't know. I also don't know what, what, yeah, what is their... be like in five years. In totally. 10 years. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I don't, know what concern. I don't, I mean, I don't see was, how they have any yeah. growth potential i guess i mean they tried the store thing and then that didn't work out and they just cut that out so like you know do they try that again like a different approach you know who knows they seem like Uh, the perfect company that if we were less hyper capitalist they could just continue to be successful doing what they're doing forever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we all know that's not how it works and you and and if you aren't constantly trying to grow aggressively you're going to get eaten up so what we do is we rename discord to comrade and there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Ventrilo. <laughs> we sit here playing some Dota. Mm. I still haven't watched that anime. Apparently it's pretty good. Is it out? Yeah, it's yeah. been out for a few weeks. Like a month, oh, maybe. I didn't know it was out. <laughs> Dragon Dragon's Blood, I forget. But yeah, apparently it's pretty good. Unless uh, this theme song is actually the Dota song. I don't think I think I'm over one. Uh, it's well, called Luna. It's got Invoker. I do like Invoker. Yeah. Christopher Plummer as Invoker. And also Luna, who is a Scottish lady. <laughs> he, he's a man of many talents. Yeah, I was yep. going to say, I bet he, there's worse people that could... <laughs> <laughs> this, um, assuredly. Or is she um, I don't know. I don't remember. Whatever. He's, she's fictional. Does Scotland exist in the world of Dota? Does Scotland exist? No. There. I, I've never seen it. <laughs> uh, I can confirm that it exists because once when I was 
going to go into the catacombs in, in Paris, there uh-huh. were a few Scottish people in line next to us, and they were lovely, and also said that Scotland is a shithole. It sounds like the deep state. <laughs> um, anyway. Not that I'm story. saying that Scotland is a shithole. I would love to visit. It seems beautiful, but they I'm said that Scotland is a shithole. place to live. I'm just kidding. I like Scotland. That's because they don't want you to go and find out that it doesn't actually exist. <laughs> it's, it's just a fake void. It's a deep state op. Um, false flag. Uh, speaking of companies, synergy, working together. This one it, sucks. Itch.io putting their yeah, store app on the Epic Game Store sucks. Oh, oh. I thought by joining, I hadn't seen. No, the no, it, it's not acquired. No, they're not. No, they're just putting like their oh, executable on the Epic Store. That's weird. Like that's, you can get the yeah. Spotify executable from the Epic Store. Like weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, Dude, that, that doesn't suck. That's whatever. I don't. Yeah. Fine. Itch.io yeah. itch cool is great. Store, so itch yeah. itch rules. Uh, I have. Yeah. No problem with itch and getting more eyes on no, itch no. and getting more mm-hmm. eyes on indies. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely I would have yeah. just been disappointed if they had been acquired. That's all. Mm. No, this I is just feel like, feel like they're, they're really good at running themselves. Yeah, we don't have yeah, it in our news, so, but speaking of or wait, we do have it in the news. Uh someone added it. But I was gonna say yeah. like when a certain other company got acquired and have since been changing oh, yeah, policies well, and changing we, focus. We can, we can talk uh, talk about that. That that uh, sucks. Such as, let's say, it's a store which is relatively humble, but maybe not so much anymore. Uh, yeah, itch.io just getting more eyeballs and getting more people. Yeah, like, mm. you know, maybe it, it, had this happened last year, Mixalumia might have been even bigger. Or you know, maybe. well, what's so weird too is that if you're into like narrative games, there's mm-hmm. a billion of those on itch and a varying quality, but a lot of them are really good mm-hmm. and. You will never hear. You'll never hear about them on a podcast because there's so much there that they're yeah. just like kind of falling off of the trees. And you know, on the one hand, it's too bad, but on the other hand, it speaks to how what a rich environment it uh, is. For I mean, there was that like thousand plus game like bundle last year for social justice, for like yeah. Yeah, yeah, Black Lives Matter. And, and like, what's great is a thousand games. <laughs> what's great yeah. is you'll find a like four dollar game that's a narrative mm-hmm. game that's 90 minutes and if you play it and it's not very good and you get bored after 10 minutes you spend four bucks and it probably mm-hmm. helps somebody buy lunch tomorrow even if yeah. the game that they made isn't and, really your thing it still like feels good it's very easy to open a direct line of communication with the actual developer and Absolutely. like yeah. don't abuse that don't be like hey you suck i'm gonna come to your house and right, like right. put doritos in your mailbox or whatever like um put doritos in my mailbox come to my house put doritos in my mailbox put somewhere. grapes in andre's meal mailbox and um but like yeah that. you can you can get real feedback and like real interaction and in a lot of cases you can actually affect change which is really cool and smaller developers love interacting with people who play their games mm-hmm. so yeah i it's i think it's a net positive Mm-hmm. definitely yeah uh yeah it's like getting more people to like oh what's this itch thing and then downloading it and then you yeah. know i mean assuming I'm, they do like it's got it's got prominent placement on their front page right now it's like talking about apps on epic game store so it takes you to like mm-hmm. the like there's like a you know a few things like spotify and some like uh what is, fastest unreal. browser for your gaming needs and no mm-hmm. Unreal's not on here uh, that's oh, like a whole other separate. That's a separate tab on the oh, okay. launcher, like the Unreal gotcha. Engine tab. It's Home Store Library Unreal Engine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like 
I will say, even though I'm glad for this, still not feeling too hot on Epic as a whole. Yeah, yeah especially the these whole, days, the whole thing. Also, not feeling too hot on things. Amazon cancels another game. This time, their Lord of the Rings MMO. Yeah. Like, they were making two MMOs. I didn't even realize they were making two MMOs. Like, I get. They were making, like, the. the, the, A New World? Is that what it was? Mm -hmm. Yep. That one's still coming out. That's still happening, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ostensibly. (laughs) Theoretically. Like, it's. They wasn't that was gonna release and then they were well, like oh people well, really don't like this we need to like rework some stuff well and part of the problem if i recall and maybe that i'm misremembering but new world is like called new world you dress up in like yeah Pistador it, and, and yeah. settler outfits and then go to this place and like subjugate the native population mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. part of the delay i believe was people going um excuse me <laughs> excuse and, then going, the fuck. and then them going oh We'll make it more about fighting monsters, actually. And mm-hmm. they kind of changed tonally yeah. what the game is about. I think. Yeah. Uh, I seem to recall that coming up a few times. Like, yeah. Like, just, like, what are they, what is they doing? There have been some, like, beta tests and stuff, I believe. Or there what, were going to be. I don't even I, remember. I don't personally know any New World beta testers, but a friend of mine works with someone who's beta testing that game. And they said that, like, they never stopped talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> just talk about how great it is all the time so i don't know do they work for amazon I, nope just, I feel need, like... blink if they need help <laughs> did we ever hear anything about the lord of the rings mmo apart from it being announced like i just I don't remember it got announced like i remember it got like announced. based I... on like the tv show stuff they're making probably oh i actually don't know maybe synergy. that would make that would be some synergy yeah because there's already lord of the rings online like, like, like are they just like like, like defiance <laughs> lord of the rings so well Let's see. Uh, I believe Lord uh, of the Rings Online just came out with a new expansion. Yeah, so the game was set at a time long before the events of the Lord of the Rings, exploring lands, people, and creatures never ah. seen before by fans of the Tolkien universe. Yeah, like, so. like like the Hobbit. Yeah, it was set at the time of the Hobbit. Yeah, or it's like the Old Republic of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like that would be the actual, um, the actual touchstone, like equivalent but it's not getting made so so fuck yeah. it who cares uh, <laughs> amazon kills more things another now they've got yeah that well if you know they did their whole big foray into game development and got a bunch of studios and people and then everything they've tried has ended up canceled the new world is the only thing uh, left that we know about didn't that they put still... one thing out? Didn't they, didn't they put out? They put out that uh, Grand Tour game, didn't they? That that came out and was commercially released. Did they? Did they put that out, or was it just based on a thing they own? I think who put, put out the put Grand out, Tour uh, game? Yes, developer Amazon Game Studios. Okay, well they also put out uh, that uh, what, what was that game that came out last year, and then it uncame Crucible? out. Crucible, right? That's they not a, that's. Cru- it, it came out count. and it, it, it un- came out, came out. Like not currently released. It came out for a week. You can, and then if you no have it, <laughs> you can still play it. If you do like private server stuff or like non-dedicated server I stuff. I just want to point out that there was a, a Menace Morgul expansion in 2019 to Lord of the Rings Online, and a Gundabad themed expansion is coming out this year. So we don't need another fucking Lord of the Rings MMO. 
You could just those go play words, Lord of the Rings online. That those game, words meant nothing to me. I'm sorry. That game works <laughs> ass. It's really good. It's just go play Lord of the Rings online. Get over your need for next gen visuals and enjoy mm-hmm. a game from 2012 or whenever. Oh that my god! Sorry, I'm looking at just a list of a Wikipedia list of Amazon games. They put out a bunch of stuff like 10 years ago, apparently. But I think it's just oh, right. Amazon apps. Sorry, so, it, was, it was stuff for like the the kindle and they like, put mm-hmm. stuff out for the fire tv that was yeah. the, that there was a push early on to make the fire a gaming device i remember right and so so in terms of commercial games they've released there's the grand tour game uh and then 2021 new world is scheduled and then they have five games here which are canceled they have nova intensity breakaway crucible and lord of the rings mmo so that's five canceled two released mm-hmm. oof Maybe Jeff Kaplan goes to Amazon. Oh, that Hope poor, not. poor man. How much money would you have to give to Jeff Kaplan to get him to leave Overwatch, come to Amazon, and then have his project canceled? Well, like, you know, that was the same thing at Google. If I were a prominent game developer, yeah. I might be like, well, I could go to Amazon and just pretend I'm working for two years and they'll pay me a salary. <laughs> and then they'd cancel the game Amazon. either way. Yeah, they're going to cancel either way. So I don't actually have to do anything and fuck Amazon. So I'll take their money. So, like, the, the I have no idea what I'm doing, dog, but. Oh, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. No, you have to know what you're doing to adequately cover up the fact that you're not doing anything. Okay, I have to, I can I can cover up. I know that I don't know what I'm doing. You just do something that is very low effort. You make like a prototype in Unreal, and whenever um, Bezos asks to see what you're working on, you go see. Look at how ac- how realistic the sword swinging motion is, and you just keep showing him that prototype for two years. And, uh, he the whole thing, the whole thing comes together in the last like six months. That's you'll, yeah. You'll that's see. What, that's what I'm saying. You got to tell like, oh, it's all. Don't worry. It's the final pass that where everything gets combined. Yep, we call it the Luna Motion Plus. It'll come with a vitality track or a vitality sensor. Um, I I don't even know why this is on our news. Uh, Rockstar randomly updated LA Noir and Max Payne Three on PC and included all the DLC now with the yeah. games. I guess I don't. Okay, I played yeah. Max Payne Three once. It was fine. Yeah, it's it no Max Payne One or Max Payne Two. Say that. Yeah, it's not. It's also not made by definitely Remedy. Definitely not. So. Yeah, uh, but it's kind of how much how much um, DLC was there for LA Noir? Weren't there like pretty know. significant like new cases? There were several. Yeah, Doubt. Actually, that's pretty cool. I actually, for some reason, well, it's because we were watching The Mentalist, and I was like, you know, it would be cool as if the Me- The Mentalist is cool. Don't get me wrong, great show. There was a Mentalist was like, game. Yeah, well, no, I was like, no, it would be cool as if there was a Mentalist, but it was set in like the '60s in California instead of modern times. And then I was like, wait. I can play L.A. Noir. Is that just L.A. Noir? <laughs> Allison, you might be muted off. somehow. Ah. I can't hear you. Oh. Oh. Am I? Yeah, we have not heard from Allison in a I long time. I thought you were just... Oh, I thought you were just being really quiet. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, God. I... Uh-oh. Oh, no. We can, we can uh, see Allison zoom, speaking. Uh, zoom is probably hear. the issue. It probably just didn't get deselected the mic, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yay. Anyways... Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Okay. Great. I was being genuinely quiet, but also oh, okay. I kept watching. I was watching to make sure you weren't trying to say something. So Yeah, no, I was quiet for most of the time, but I was like, there you go. Okay. Yeah, no. I, I, you say about? that, but it sounds just like LA Noir. LA Noir is a good game. It's got some problematic okay. elements and 
it, you get a flamethrower at the end that's what? the shittiest part of that game it's terrible <laughs> it's really stupid I... the way that game ends is fucking trash a flamethrower mm-hmm. is pretty all right in resident evil 7 oh yeah, don't tease me like that i, I i've never before. played it but i love the doubt meme very much mm-hmm. oh yeah it's, that one's I, strong i think people should play la no i mean i think it's worth seeing it's a unique thing nobody's made anything like it since really no uh, and they won't <laughs> um, probably not it, it's, it's it's a triple a adventure game it's it's like it's pretty the much. parts of it that are bad are bad but it's so interesting that i think it's one of those like if you're into games you should play it to understand to see it i guess because it's such a unique thing and a lot of it is really good like a lot of the gameplay parts are are, mm. are pretty solid I don't know. Mm-hmm. Noir. Consider playing. And the you know what else you maybe... consider playing? Hmm. Max Payne That's 3. That's a great... Oh. That was, that was, I thought that was going to be a segue. No, Max Payne 3 is pretty good. It's it's not great. It's not as good as Max Payne 1 and 2, like we said, but I think it got underrated. Yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed it, I think. Yeah. Mm, sounds fine. It's basically Man on Fire, <laughs> which is oh. a good movie. But without Denzel Washington... <laughs> True. Uh, Which is the next. reason I like Man on Fire. <laughs> and Dakota Fanning. Allison, mm-hmm. you should go to law school so you can be the great <laughs> ace attorney. <laughs> okay. Do you know, I know several people. Chronicles who on PS4. I'm so excited for this game. <laughs> <laughs> I've known... Actually, quite a few people who have gone through lawn, lost lawn school. Lawn school. Lawn school. <laughs> That's lawn the end. school. Every person that I know who has gone to law school says it's the biggest mistake of their lives and to never do that. <laughs> well, I, okay. Uh, so I yeah. actually like, yeah. looked yeah. into it as somebody that's like... You know, wants a job where I can help people and stuff, and I—that's interested in legal things. But I've seen everything I've seen is like, hey, even if you're interested in legal things, if you do not want to be an attorney, don't go to law school. You can learn it otherwise. So, like, as somebody that's a public defender, and she says, don't go to law school. Yeah, (laughs) I briefly thought like, oh, I could, I would really enjoy being like um, a lawyer for the ACLU or for the NAACP or something like that, and then I looked into it and i know like four or five people uh who yep. have gone to law school and all like in the last decade and all of them are like do don't 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 yep. don't don't yep. there's other yep. things you can do to learn you can be in the aclu without being a lawyer find one of you those could, jobs. yeah and, and you can have it. legal jobs and yep. as somebody that likes a lot of legal like thinks that stuff's interesting it's like you can do that without going to law school but maybe yeah. lawyers just have tons of fun and they don't want other people to join in like they want to keep no. it like exclusive maybe. so but like <laughs> I, know anyways, I love ace attorney so much I know, so have, I know a lot of people who have gone to medical school oh, i love legal legal too that is a good channel on the youtubes medical school mm-hmm. is hard and really really challenging and it's gonna like kind of just It'll halfway kill you to get through it, but that it's rewarding yep. and worth it in the end. No one says that about law school. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like not even a lot of people say that about medical school these days. But um, yeah, I uh, about yeah, I have a. I also have a lawyer friend who frequently texts me in the morning saying, "I don't want to get out of bed." So, <laughs> <laughs> but I do. You can get your Same. fix, your law fix, by playing Ace Attorney. This looks oh, like so a, happy. This game is coming yeah. out. Oh, wait, okay, is this and like? 
is this a collection of like all the Ace Attorney games or? No, this is okay. So there is a collection that's going to be with the original Ace Attorney trilogy plus this, but these are two games that were previously uh, Japan exclusive. Okay. Um, due to exclusive. <laughs> so, which, but now which one is which one is Majima in? Um. Majima is definitely in one of these games. I need to know which is one he? it is. Yeah, That's he awesome. is. I didn't know that. Yeah. And all these games take place in LA, but it's like Japan, LA, right? Well, no, these, these specifically are like Victorian England. Oh, well, these get No, but I, okay. The Ace Attorney games. The, Ace, <laughs> yeah, the other, Majima, not the great Ace Majima's Attorney definitely games. definitely in those ones. Yeah. Yeah, because like, they're specifically like, like 19th century UK plus Japan and I think that I'm really excited. That's one of the reasons that I think is this is really exciting. And they're finally I've coming out always, in the U.S. I've never played through an Ace Attorney game. I've always like tried to. And then people are like, well, the one you really want is the DS one. And then it's like, no, but you, you want to get this, this bundle that's on this platform. And then like, well, they're all on iOS. I could just play it there. And then someone will say, no, no, no. You should really be playing the PC version. So I can't keep straight. Like, it'd be nice if they would put they're out a fine. thing that's like... I don't know. I it's think I think the the, yeah. the 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 current trilogy I think is the best way to play them because it's like yeah. they re like they're um the they've they've done um kind of rised up the art and it looks really good. Yeah. And I, so, I, I I think that they're I, I think that people should just play them. I don't know. What I played like the first really good, way man. that the first way that I experienced Ace Attorney was then when my sibling bought it off of the uh the Wii Virtual Console. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. like, so it's like you know, I, that's probably not the best way to play it, but it's like the story. I mean, it's like the story is and the characters are what you want from from those games. So, so. that actually, that is actually exactly what I was going to ask. So with these ones set in like ancient, well, not ancient, you know, Victorian times, is it the same characters just kind of put into those situations, I like the same name characters? Is it like so. I think it's like his, Edgeworth? Uh, do you ha- oh, do you have like Godot with his stupid fucking goggles in like a Victorian town? No, I think it's I think it's like <laughs> specifically these are this is uh, Phoenix's like uh, ancestor, but oh, it's like I different hope, characters. I hope like uh, in one of the, including Mayoi. one of them is a detective named Herlock Sholmes. Oh so, right, yes, Japan, that was mentioned. Like they love to do. <laughs> They love to do games where, or like, you know, yeah, they'll do games where you're like, it's ancient, like Edo era, Edo era, and then it's it's just the same characters. They look exactly exactly the same. Yeah, and and that's definitely a thing that people do, but I don't think that's the case here. Uh, It's like definitely a different guy. It's just like Phoenix Wright's uh, ancestor. So but. I I regret to inform you, it is not an Ace Attorney game that has Majima, but in Project <gasps> X Zone Two, Majima does save Phoenix Wright and Maya Fey mm-hmm. when they head to Kamurocho, oh, yeah. and the the city becomes infested with zombies. They are saved by. <laughs> okay, Majima. excited for these games, sure. you guys like. <laughs> I am like beside myself to play to play this. The Ace Attorney trilogy is on sale for forty two percent off on Green Man Gaming. Buy it. It might have to be that. Like seventeen dollars. Oh oh my god, seventeen dollars is like yeah, like that is. Is it on? Yeah, is it on Vita? 
Uh, I think so, but this is the I don't know the yeah. HD so? trilogy. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Is Ace Attorney on Vita? I am going to search on my Vita, which is right here. Huh. <laughs> All right. Well, and you know, you know why you can search on it, Allison? Because the store. Is, is not closing. Not closing. <laughs> Which thank yet. God. Because like the day that they announced that it wasn't, I was looking through my wish list of Vita games and going, oh no, this is expensive. <laughs> and, yep. And like looking at my list of games that I was like my backlog mm-hmm. of Vita games I wanted to buy, and I'm like, yeah, maybe no. And then nope, it's uh So Jim Ryan himself penned a note. No, he didn't. This isn't Jim Ryan, actually. But <laughs> Jim Ryan uh, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, they had to say it was Jim Ryan because everybody hates Jim Ryan right now. So they're like, he has to be the one to break the good news. Mm-hmm. Um, that the PS3, PSP, and PS Vita stores will not be closing this summer, as previously announced, mm-hmm. and will be up at least for the foreseeable future. There's no like, oh, we're going to close it later on they're just yeah oh you know we made a mistake on this one or whatever yeah that you should just make the store not suck and like you know updating all those older platforms to like still work and stuff and like maintaining that is a pain but if you make that stuff still like playable on modern machines it becomes less of an issue I understand that emulation is a challenge. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I think yeah, you yeah, yeah. flip a switch and make PS3 games work on PS5. Oh, for but sure. if someone can get doomed to run on a pregnancy test, I think that Sony could probably <laughs> figure out a way to make PlayStation 3 games available to you on a non-deprecated platform. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah, know. I just don't, that's, people that's a pretty people, bold statement. People found a way with Doom with a pretty much anything. Doom it finds a way. Mean, it's that famous quote. Yeah, Doom exactly. Is, Doom is the most is is one of the easiest games to get working on anything. But I guess my, I'm just saying, like Sony's a major company. They have virtually unlimited resources. Like they could be making PS3 games more accessible to people, even if it was like, hey, we're launching a PC platform that uses mm-hmm. emulation or something. Like it's not impossible for them to do it. So the, the like, entire catalog is available via PS Now. Or, sure. You know, something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, d- just do something um, As like to a make stop them more character. accessible yeah. uh, to people. At the very, I guess what I'm saying is, it, it's it's like the least they could do to keep the store functional <laughs> on these mm-hmm. platforms, and they really should be doing a better job of making these games more available to people to go back and play. Yeah. Um, because you know, like, I don't know. I may be different than a lot of people, but as I get older more and more, I'm like, I don't really give a shit if this game looks like it came out 15 years ago. Oh, I, I am at the exact same place where I'm yeah, like, I, it, I honestly oh. just don't give a shit if a I game I want to play interesting games. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, at this point, I think we talked about this many times, um, like that around the PS3 era, all games just kind of started looking good. Fine. Like, yeah. At, yeah. At, like this, the standard of like a AAA or just, you know, any game, well, not even just AAA games. Like, yes, the photorealism we've get we're getting closer and closer, but like to the point of diminishing returns, where everything just looks good. But like, we also started seeing like arty games. That's when we started seeing things like Limbo or finally uh, games could be art. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like small teams making games that looked really good, and yeah. they didn't need that many resources. So, yeah, visuals have not mattered for so long, in my opinion. No. Like, yeah. so yeah, like 
playing a game that came out 15 years ago. That's fine. <laughs> it doesn't need a, a remaster. It's just, and being able to play it on the platform it came out on, hey, even better. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, your PlayStation Vita and PS3 and PSP store update. Please, Sony, fix your store. Oh my yeah. God, the the Vita store. It's so <laughs> uh, all, the whole the, the whole PlayStation store right now is yeah. awful. It's really bad on PS5 too. Like it's, it's just terrible. It, you don't the even UI like, on the PS5 is bad. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Good games. Everything else is questionable. Yep. No, what else? When, is bad when there are games. Uh, the humble bundle. What they announced today, uh, or yesterday, yeah. Friday. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, so, in the past, humble bundle famous for their uh, bundles where you can donate to charities while getting uh, software or books or uh, all of games. Was their music their main all kinds of stuff? Music, yeah, yeah all all sorts of manner. I've, of, I've uh, bought a bunch of comics on great there stuff. And- yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 totally. You, and uh, a portion or all of your uh, purchase would go to charity. Um, you could, and you could determine how much what that split you wanted it, uh, what you wanted it to look like. You go mm-hmm. all to charity, or I want to give like a little bit back to the devs, or you know, and like a little to the store for you know, so they can you know pay their you know engineers and whatnot or whatever. And some of a few years ago, I think they were bought by IGN, right? How long ago was that? Probably like no. It was within the time we did this. We started this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was, there was definitely news it. that we talked about on the show. Yeah. So IGN uh, purchased Humble Bundle a while ago, and today they put out a statement saying that for a while they have been testing on certain users removing the sliders from uh, the site, so you cannot like change the, the split for charity or how much humble gets or anything like that. It's just, it's all fixed at 5% to charity. Yep. When you could, I think it defaulted to 20% before I believe uh, was like where it started and then you could slide up or down from there. And then going forward, that is going to roll out to everyone by default. It will be 5% and you will be able to toggle to a max of 15% cut going to charity. And where does the other, like, 85% go? To the store. Like, straight up the store, not to devs, not to anyone else? I I mean, well, I mean, like, you know, like, I I figure, like, a Steam, like, Epic Game Store kind of split, I imagine. Normal. And then, like, oh, charity, like, stuff, like, you know. I assume there's something with, with, like, devs and publishers and Humble where... They're like, okay, like part of you selling is like a charitable donation. I don't know exactly the behind the scenes stuff on all that, but there ain't, there ain't nothing good about that. It's it's such a bad no, look. It, no, and as somebody that like, I mean, as somebody that's bought a fuck ton from Humble over the years, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the charity is a big part of it, and there are times where I'm thinking, hmm, there have been times where I'm like, I don't know if I necessarily dig this dev as much as i wish but mm. hey let's slide that up to the charity and yep 
There have been bundles I have bought exclusively, like, because they were doing, like, a charity thing. Oh, me too. Yeah. I'll buy this because of this specific charity thing. Like, I I don't really need this bundle, but, oh, they're doing a thing, and I want some of the stuff in it. Oh, I'll do it. Right. Like, yeah, right. Where it's like... I, you know, it's me like there there are certain times where with humble bundles where I'm like wow this is a really good deal for me and there are times where it's like okay this is less of a good deal for me but it's also oh, charity yeah. so this is probably the best way to buy this game for me right now yeah um, totally I I've absolutely purchased games I've had I already own uh, just for the sake of being like okay well let's support this and like maybe we'll do a giveaway for the podcast and yeah I'm gonna yeah, put a hundred hundred percent to like Medicine Sans Frontières or whatever. Mm. And yeah, now it, but going. this is very much like, like I don't know. Like I've also often just left the the charity slider just to default, and sure. it's like, but hey, devs need money too, and like they need they need yeah. money to run the store. Like, yeah, right. no one's and saying like that... they don't they don't need money. They shouldn't have any money. Like, but having they, they like need money to a do lot, this. having like fifteen percent be like, wow, that's the that's the big and one is like see, a wild. The ideal thing, I think we even talked about this whenever we talked about this news item, would be great. Now they don't have to worry about their dev costs anymore because they're owned by IGN. So now they can focus on the charity. And then... <laughs> well, IGN doesn't necessarily have money. Uh, That's true. They're not, they're not necessarily rolling in it either. I, I also think like the, this isn't to, um, to mm-hmm. argue with anything anyone has said, mm-hmm. but... The best way to donate to charity is to donate to charity. Right. So, <laughs> if right. You're I mean, it's, you it's usually not like. As a replacement, it's not really. Right. But I, it's I, going I to bring in more money like, for charity than done, But not it's like, hey, totally. I can get game plus money to charity. Absolutely. It is, yeah. it is much easier to get people to go, oh, I can totally. buy this thing and like yeah. 20% or as, much as, or as much as I want will go to charity. Yeah. It's a lot easier yeah, to totally. get that to like raise money than it is to just go, hey, come donate to our charity. Like, yeah, people like, absolutely. If, don't if I really do that. If this Unless there's like a big event yeah. like last year. Like yeah. with Black like, Lives Matter, Minnesota Freedom Fund, that kind of stuff. Yeah, like if I could have picked up Near Replicant this week and said like, "Hey, I want twenty percent of that to go to whatever charity." That would have been amazing, and that's I think that's what some people do with humble is they see something like, "Oh, I'm gonna get this thing that I've been looking at, and I was gonna get anyways." But hey, now fifty percent of it also goes to charity. I, Yay! I'm I'm not sure how much of this <clears throat> impacts like buying new games from yeah humble. on the store. This is definitely right. more of I think bundle. this is like the bundle stuff because uh, that was Fair where enough. you could do the but like even if that was like because like part of that new purchase does go to charity i believe is the point of humble bundle yep. and Once, one if they're cu- if they're cutting that from like 20 percent down to 15 percent, that still sucks mm-hmm. and they don't really give like a good reason why like at all in their statement oh no yeah what fat? i went to go click on near replicant just to look at what the store page looks like now and i screwed up the age verification so now humble thinks <laughs> that i'm 12 years old and it will never show me another mature rated product resident evil village which is absolutely more mature than near replicant steam <laughs> still always asks me I'm like you know how old i am how many times I I know, it, now it, it has my too, like, it has the, my year and my date correct but it has the wrong month all the time i'm just like whatever <laughs> let's go I, I wonder how many people are registered as january 1st random year because i know i am <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> it's not my birthday <laughs> me too yeah. but it's like listen i'm i i've been 
legal to play games like uh, M-rated games for years at this point. Just let me play. Yeah, them. we're old. So when I worked at Toys R Us, <laughs> I turned I turned thirty this week. That's like I am old enough for these video games. When I worked at Toys R Us, you know, we had to card uh, for M-rated games. And you know, get like the seventy-year-old woman. Like, I, I need to see your ID. <laughs> it's like, I'm like uh, it's I, like I, I, I know you're I know. you're of age, but uh, like what they they what have me on camera, game? so I need to you know, buying it for like, old, like great kids or buying like, it buying it for kids okay. or like a gift. But what for what M-rated game their, would you their, want a seven-year-old woman to be buying for herself to play? Like Resident, 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 Evil, Resident Evil Village. Fuck yeah. Doom Eternal, I want Grandma to play a good game, though. Um, <laughs> uh, I want... Uh, Mortal Kombat. Grandma to, so there is a guy, I think he's 63 or something, participating in the um, Croatian Rally, part of the World Rally Championship this weekend. So that's what I want. Is I want a, I want a 70-year-old woman getting really into iRacing. That's not mature rated. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. It's not mature rated. Then never mind. There aren't any good maturity video games for Yakuza Seven <laughs> or Zero. That seems, yeah. That's just a good uh, Japanese drama. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is that feels like the kind of game that? So uh, humble store like new game purchases are fifteen percent to charity. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it's, it's just I think been that's, locked for a while. I think that's fine. Actually, it weighs, I, I think it actually might be, it's like, maybe it's 10%. I, I forgot. I just looked at it, and then I, I get bad at math. But I think it might, yeah, might be 10% but, right now. But I think as long as the new game prices are equivalent with other storefronts, and just a certain percentage of that is going to yeah, 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 yeah. you can guarantee it, totally. that's fine. Yeah. But the bund- the bundles is a totally separate thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think they're... Oh, but not all games are eligible. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, it's eh, probably a. Deno- eh. I mean, probably a public. Yeah. Decision. Yeah. 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 That's true. But yeah. So, like, if I'm gonna buy a game on sale, it feels good to be like, oh, a little bit going to charity too. That's great. But if I'm like, oh, I have to go to the humble store, then I have to like, I just rather just go through like a Steam or like an Epic Game Store instead of having to like do that extra step. To some extent, too. Like, if they were like giving to a charity that I don't like mm-hmm. as a game publisher, sure. I would certainly want to be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're not, you can sell our game, but I don't want that money going to the proud boys or something. They would never make that <laughs> a charity that humble would Oof. choose in a million years, but you know, just hopefully not. Hey, you never know now. Uh, <laughs> but, <I can't. laughs> well, uh, yeah, one would hope, let's hope that, let's hope that IGN is not a fan of the proud. But yeah, they, it's they they liked Watchmen. I don't think I don't think they're going to be into the prop. Boys. No, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, hey, you never know who the business people are uh, into, and That's you know true. all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's it just the community is just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Understandably, like, not ha- not having it, like absolutely I mean, livid. As- as someone who subscribes to the the mm-hmm. their subscription service, I, mm-hmm. I was considering like, should I continue? Because I'm I know, me cool too, me too. I spend, you know, I'm in there monthly, and I've been in it since mm-hmm. they've started it, and it's like, yeah, same. I like, think it sucks. It, 
I'm just shocked that it took this long. <laughs> right. No, I, I, I am too. And I mean, I, t- I totally understand, like, especially if you're trying to rally devs to the um, bundles of basically like mm-hmm. it, 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 some people might be like, hey, why would we do this if 100 percent of it could go to charity? But like. Uh, I think there's a better I way feel than like, being like max fifteen. I, f- I yeah. feel like that is like a like a like a calculated thing. Like okay, we're gonna do this for charity, and they get like something out of it, presumably. Like, well, I don't I know how they that get tax works. Breaks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I assume there's something like that to like make it worthwhile for the devs who are doing I get, it. Yeah. I'm so pessimistic about that stuff that I've never thought of humble as being a, like I've always Altruistic. figured there's an angle. Yeah. I, I've, I've never yeah. had like warm and fuzzy feelings about them. It's always just been more of a like utilitarian, like, Oh, I can get games for cheap. And um, some of that money goes to charity. So, but I mean, they have games. to, they, they have to get those games somehow, like to get the people to totally, you know, do these deals. So I'm like, sure it's tax breaks and it's, um, yeah. So there has to be a, like a reason that people are doing the, the bundles. In some case there's, there may be there. I don't know how it works in every territory, but maybe they're valuing the inclusion of the bundle at a certain amount and then paying mm-hmm. developers and publishers a certain amount. And then sure. also including yeah. a tax break, you know, like there's for yeah. sure, there's no, no AAA video game publisher, certainly indies, see the itch bundle last summer that we referenced mm-hmm. earlier, are out yeah. here doing the work. But no AAA publisher that exists on this earth is going to do something 100% for charity. There is no, it will not happen. Yeah, <laughs> I would yeah, love yeah. if they did, though. I would oh, love yeah. to see, like, let's say, like an esports tournament that is purely for charity. And I think there's been I similar some of that like, stuff. You, 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 see, you see streamers do it all the time. Yeah, but, I'm talking yeah. more about, like, offering a game sale yeah sure sales of a video of, yeah. of a product mm-hmm. yeah totally being 100 percent for charity even yeah. if it says 100 percent of the revenue from this goes to charity there's still an angle there guaranteed uh yeah. that they're making or saving money through uh, because that's how the system works yeah and it's not like you're not donating directly to a charity so like you don't get the tax break or anything it's no. they give they they receive the money and then they give the money they get you know tax breaks and stuff like that which is you know makes sense there's there's like capitalism happening there but yeah and i think uh, it's capitalism the baby. problem like for a, a, a project like humble bundle to grow eventually mm-hmm. it's going to have to hit a point where it's no longer sustainable for them to do it operate it in a way that is in the best interests of their charity partners, um, mm. which sucks. And my answer would be like, I would just not do it in the, in the first place. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like this kind of change is going to happen eventually and it does suck, but mm-hmm. Hey, maybe something will come around. It'll be better. You know? Oh, yeah. We'll see. That'd be nice. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I imagine coming around. I, I, I was just gonna say, I, I, I wonder if they have to walk this back because everyone is just like you. You look in the replies, and it's all just vitriol and like people absolutely upset. Yeah, yeah and, it's possible they will. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I liked Rami Ishmael's we'll comment about calling it the hubris bundle. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um, saying, uh, the breaking news. Uh oh. Mm. Judgment 
two might oh, be yeah. teased oh. in, the, in the coming weeks. Yep. Ooh. Yep. I saw this. Cool. Actually. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. So I should play. I, ne- I, did, I never played I a play judgment. judgment. Yeah. Also. But like, I like Yakuza. So. Yeah, but <clears throat> I have like, heard knowing that it doesn't have the characters that I love. I have also like, heard uh, um, one Rob Zachney was also talking about Judgment recently on Waypoint, and uh, and his his he said that like the story is really good and interesting, but mm. in Yakuza, when people just walk up to you and want to fight, it's like, yeah, of course I'm a Yakuza. Of course I'm gonna mm-hmm. fight. Let's throw down. But in Judgment, mm-hmm. it's really weird to just mm-hmm. be walking around as a detective <laughs> and having random street thugs being like, hey, let's mm-hmm. fight. Well, you know, they want to shake him down or whatever, but it's yeah, a little yes. dissonance, it's ridiculous. Uh, compared to Yakuza, where it all just mm-hmm. kind of makes sense because of the mm-hmm. character you're playing. So yeah. maybe what I should do is start Yakuza 7. Yeah, you should. I do have it. Uh, so, last news story this week mm-hmm. Apex. Mm-hmm. Apex Legends. It's got a mobile version coming out. Yeah. That's not the news, is it? I mean, well, it's true. Well, that is that is true. It's, it's probably getting wildly uh, successful. Uh, yeah, uh, and to go with that, they're adding an arena mode to yeah. Apex Legends with the, the season. Like, there's there's a Titanfall lore related character. Yeah, um, who's coming in, and then this. So, tell me about this arena mode. Well, I don't think any details have been announced, as far as I'm aware. Okay, it's but just it's, that it's more coming, it's but... it's more of like a like a not. It's like a one or like a solo type thing, not no, like a battle I, royale. I well, I'd imagine again details are pretty sparse, but it seems mm-hmm. like because the core mode of Apex is straight up battle royale. You're yeah, either yeah, solo yeah. or duos in groups of three. Can you play solo murdering now? everyone? Uh, I think I think it's still locked to trios. You can queue solo, can, but it's you can do duos for sure. Um, uh, I think you can do duos and then lock it off, but I don't think you can do. Yeah, I think solo. it's three man squads. For they they all had modes. a they had a solo mode. Sometimes they put solos According, and duos. In oh no! Time. To end gadget, can, uh, Apex Legends gets a permanent solo queue. So okay, because um, people so, liked okay, it so cool. much. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that, re- that makes regard- me more interested in playing that game again. So regardless, like the battle royale mode, mode is basically the what we know of a battle royale of your PUBGs mm-hmm. and your Fortnites yeah. and Apexes of the world. Uh, but yeah. arena mode is more team-based, uh, mm-hmm. working towards some kind of objective. So people are imagining that it's going to be like a 3v3 oh. uh, kind of either deathmatch or kind of like a Counter-Strike-y, Valorant-y kind of doing some kind of objective. Uh, but, you know, utilizing the high mobility and uh, character abilities that you got from all them legends. That would be cool. The, unfortunately, the solo mode is not what I want. It's just a no-fill. So you're still playing against trios. Apex has no way to Oh, play it's not a separate hopper? Players. No. Oh, I thought it would be a separate hopper. That, that is, kind of uh, sucks then. Yep. <laughs> and you can't That's play not as ranked. exciting. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah. so, okay. uh, but this arena mode could be really cool. Sound, I don't know. That sounds appealing, especially with yeah. Overwatch pooping itself. Like, uh, I, I think Apex could potentially fill that gap pretty strongly. I wish someone would. It, because it's more arcadey than something like a Valorant or a CS:GO or Siege, mm-hmm. right? Like, because those are all fairly tactical. Um, don't want to say realistic, because you know Valorant, you got skills and stuff like that, and yeah. Siege, Siege as well. But um, CS:GO is just straight up guns in hand and shooting people pew pew. But yeah, with like Apex, you got all these disparate weird I hear, skills. I hear that most soldiers tape a little um, 
crosshair weed leaf their, their helmet a weed leaf uh-huh. their helmet and then if they pull the trigger <laughs> on their sniper rifle it just kills the person as long as they're looking yeah and the sniper <laughs> rifle has a bunch of anime ladies painted on it yes. yeah hell yeah it's got hatsune that's, miku that's, uh-huh. it's got uh oh god what's her name yuko you uh what's her name from gurren logan uh, uh, I don't remember okay, I anybody remember. from Gurren Logan. I just know Rumble from Yoko. Yoko. Okay, League of Legends, Rumbles, Gurren Logan, Gurren Logan skin. That's uh, pretty good. Oh yeah. But Anyways, uh, Apex stuff. Seems what cool. I am and what does not cool. seem cool is their social media person is yeah, just like that. Shit was so fucking. fucking I haven't seen any so of what happened. Poly- Polygon ran a story about the new stuff, like you do. It wasn't mm-hmm. a great story. It had a bunch. It, of it, it it had like some. They got some like weird stuff, like because they were like, "Oh, Titanfall two lore, co- you know, Titanfall two stuff coming in well, Apex this season." Yeah, and then so the new character is the daughter of a boss uh, from Titanfall uh, two, Venom Viper, Venom or Viper. Venom. Sorry, Venom. Is it? It might be. I think it is Viper. You're right. I haven't played Titanfall two in years. That's <laughs> uh, so good. But they anyway, kept, so like, and also. <laughs> I don't want to understate. They kept hyping up like multiple Titanfall two devs were like, or respawn devs were like, mm-hmm. "You better dust off your copy of Titanfall two. You're not. You're gonna be excited because you're not gonna know who this person is." <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, the person writing the Polygon article wasn't sure, didn't know who the person was, which you know, it's your job got, to write a news article. Got, like, got got some stuff confused or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, I don't. It's it. It was like. The thing that 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 people took issue with was in the news article. It read something like, um, "Whose father died at some point or another, mm-hmm. presumably in over the, the course Apex. of Titanfall 2. <laughs> no, no, it was in the Apex in the Apex game. And it's clear, like, okay, so you didn't know that you fight that person in Titanfall two. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. forgot that, and yeah. I've played Titanfall two four times. So <laughs> who cares I that who the bosses in Titanfall two are? Like, who cares about yes. the bosses in Titanfall two? You, you yeah. just you just want BT. Yeah, like, that's who you really want. So, like, Respawn <laughs> replied to the article, their official Respawn account, and said, hmm, seems you might not know what you're talking about. Like, they didn't say it that way. It was like, it was, you uh, need to brush up on your Titanfall lore. Yeah, it was like, you need to brush up on your Titanfall lore. May we suggest it, a good like, starting point? Yeah, and then link to the game. Yeah, yeah. on Steam. It's like, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> like... Send, you can, if you, you send an email and be like, yeah. hey, you just you got you this, send an like, email and be like, hey, FYI, you got yeah. this wrong. You know, uh, honest mistake. It happens all the time with news articles that that the company yeah. will go, hey, FYI, here are the details just so you can update it. And then yep. Polygon goes, oh, we corrected the story and post an update. Don't troll them on social media. Like somebody has just to run that Polygon into, social yeah. media account. And just feeding into all the worst, like rampant people on, yeah. on Polygon who already had that person who runs that social media account already has already, to deal with yeah. awful shit all day. Not and not to mention the writer themselves and yeah. yeah. It's just like and I'm not even the, the biggest like Polygon reader in the in the universe, but sure. like, can come on. Well, just general like, general yeah, internet they, courtesy. They have to play like a billion games and stuff. Like yeah. I don't know. Like and it, you, it's like who's going to it keep especially I, like your I game watched, didn't sell that well. I watched. Let's uh, be honest. I, as when I was, um, it's a really good I've game. Kind of, it is, and sure. I watched that uh, that that new clip, the Norse, like the clip 
that Alex was saying to watch. And it's the cool. Valkyrie? It's good. Their animation yeah. is, yeah, the Valkyrie clip. It's the animation is beautiful. Um, it's very cool to watch. But like, as someone who's a huge Titanfall fan, I think like for you to hype up for weeks that you want to, that you're going to want to pay attention to Apex. And then the answer is there's a new character that has some Titanfall stuff about her is like, you don't understand the reason that as someone who loved Titanfall, I'm not playing Apex Legends. It is not because I want a mm-hmm. character that does Titanfall stuff. It's because it's a completely different game. And what I enjoyed about Titanfall was the interplay of pilots and mechs and the, the tight like team death matches and capture point gameplay. While running. Which Apex doesn't have. So mm-hmm. don't hype me up for something and then be like, hey, it's a new character. This game mm-hmm. you haven't been playing because you're not really into it. It's just yeah, it's and then yeah. to further it's shit tough. on Polygon, it's like come on. Yeah, like like Apex is obviously a really good game, but I also have a hard time sure. getting into it because I'm sure that with their skill based matchmaking, you're gonna get matched with people around your skill level. But it just feels like the barrier to entry at this point, like well, this many years in, is just like mm, especially because eh. you have to play with you have to queue either to play against three person squads or with two strangers totally don't have friends to play with it's just like not what i want um it's stressful in a way even if the people end up not being shitty that i end up with it's still stressful to know like my lack of knowledge is going to bring their game down yeah and i've talked with Mm -hmm. people like with like cheese and stuff like that talking about how she has zero interest in it because she has to use voice communication and you know how that goes for women on Mm -hmm. the internet so that's Mm -hmm. that's and this is a game that did really interesting, innovative stuff with their ping system. So you yeah, like the amount of voice chat it. you have to use is yeah pretty limited, but which is great. If you want to play like high level stuff, then you do need to get into more voice chatty type stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I guess lesson <laughs> the lesson from all this is being a woman on the internet still stinks. And yeah. yeah. Communities are toxic. Anyway. And <laughs> I mean <laughs> The takeaway from all this for me is like I shitty social media stuff aside is maybe I'll play some more Titanfall too. <laughs> Man, I kind of want to play enough. Titanfall too. I don't yeah. own it on Steam. It's, maybe I'll buy it for the seven fifty. Hey, it no, it's on, on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. I know, is but it on I Game just, Pass. I want to. It's play on it. Game Pass because the EA Play is part of Game Pass, yeah, yeah. and Titanfall Two is on I, Game Pass. But who knows? I already have it on Origin. Last. 750 yeah. is I have it on Origin also, but how, if I get it on how, Steam, then I never have to open Origin to play it. That's, <laughs> that's the fair. thing. I'm like, oh, it's worth eight dollars. Anytime there's a game on Origin, that's I'm the like, dream. Oh, I have to that's open Origin. Oh. Yeah, that's the dream. The last time I opened Origin, it was a disaster because oh I had God, to like same. update to an entire new UI and shit. And I was oh like, please God. don't do this. I was to just me. like, I just want to play a game, and I haven't <laughs> I, opened this in a year. Yes. It's like. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Titanfall 2 uh, still rules, and people still play the multiplayer, and the Titanfall 2 multiplayer is still better than Apex Legends, even though mm-hmm. I think Apex Legends is a good game. Mm. That's my opinion. Hot I would takes say, to close out the show. I would say if you want a... I don't know how hot this take is. I don't think a better multiplayer shooter has come out since Titanfall 2. Mm. Modern I have to think about that. Modern Warfare, very good. Still not Titanfall 2. IMO. Resident Evil Reverse. (laughs) Are you going to get that on PlayStation? Resident Evil Village? I'm undecided. Like, it played fine on PS5. Uh, Like, and I think 
the thing I think they said I so they put out like a whole like sheet of like a spreadsheet of <laughs> sure. like here's the console here's the frame rate you can expect basically a roadmap to running the game yeah <laughs> and it's like PS5 can do 60 FPS at like some ridiculous thing or like 45 minutes. 45 uh with 4k ray tracing but that's like minimum 45 is what it sounds like so it can like hit 60 with ray tracing at times but also i could play on pc and have like mouse controls for stuff i've got you know i've got this 3070 here and i don't think my girlfriend's gonna want to see me playing it she we were talking she's like i don't i don't get why people like those games um uh i have so i might get on pc just to like you know so she's spared and maybe she'll see lady dimitrescu and understand immediately no maybe she'll see dimitrescu and be like i'm not interested in you anymore only like dimitrescu uh i know i I would understand that i I would i would be sad but i would accept it I'm in a similar boat because I, um, my partner does not necessarily want to sit and watch me play, but it is kind of fun to be able to go, oh, God. And then she mm-hmm. looks over and goes, oh, my God. <laughs> Why would you say uh, anything? And, um, and, but she thinks it's fun to, to like, yeah, yeah, see yeah. some of the insane stuff yeah, that happens. Yeah. And, um, but I also, I brought it up because let me know where you end up getting it so we can play some Reaver. Because <laughs> I could always get it on the platform sure. you get it on. I'm yeah. not attached to either one. Yeah, I'm I'm undecided as of yet for the roughly uh, one month that that game will be available to play because I am confident it will have. be shut down quickly after release. Now, they yeah, were putting stuff out. For, they were putting stuff out for um the, the master. What was the game called? The one that came out with three. Um, oh, I can't even remember. Yeah, I can't even remember what it was called. But like oh that game God. was getting updates for. Far longer than it should have, but I guess like, less than a year because that I don't even remember. I think they uh, shut that thing down, right? I they might have. I resistance. Have my Steam library was it res- Resistance? Maybe I can't remember. Yeah, Resistance, Resident Evil Resistance. resistance. Nice, Alex. Nice poll. Uh, At the request of the publisher, Resident Evil Resistance is unlisted on the Steam Store. Will not appear <laughs> in the search. <laughs> Oof. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, maybe it's yeah. still playable it looks like you can still get it with resident evil 3 so well yeah it comes with resident evil that might be why it yeah it might be why it's is unlisted but the uh, screenshot of mr you can't get it on the steep page of the four survivors trying to fight mr x is uh-huh. so bad uh-huh. yeah no the game was <laughs> not good like gary's monster oh does it yeah, have that's like, what really it... stupid like exaggerated faces and everything from gary's mod well, you can't really tell because the faces are not turned towards the, the camera, but it looks... Fr- Mr. X is almost in a T-pose. <laughs> People calling for dedicated servers oh. and anti-cheat, but oh no, the, there haven't been... Oh, I see. Up to, yes. Like, That's a yeah. good one. 1,077.3 hours on record? <laughs> American that Beetle, is, what are you doing? That is Not insane. playing Final Fantasy. Six hundred and sixty wait, six hundred and sixty three hours? What are these people? Six wait, okay, what? Six hundred and sixty three hours on record, six hundred and forty four point four at time of review, like Wow. Wow. August twentieth, twenty twenty. How oh much God. that game only that was only 
like that six was months like a after the game months. came out. Yeah. <laughs> Tw- twenty twenty and a half hours at time of review, not recommended. One hundred and one hundred point seven hours on record. <laughs> wow. So they played another they played eighty another hours. Eighty after hours. They rated it shitty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Steam reviews. Steam reviews are degenerates, thing. perverts. Yeah. Stop it, gamers. Uh, get some help. <laughs> Like Andre. people are still people are still playing it and reviewing it on on Steam, but we need to get out of here. This podcast has gone on a long time. It I was sure gonna say has. it has to be like I'm I think it's like tired. I'm gonna say it's like four in the morning for you, isn't it? No, it's only two. Wow, you got you got. We don't have daylight oh, right. savings here. Daylight savings. So you yep. you you change, yep. but I stay the same. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's better for me because we start earlier now since you start at the same time. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's going to do it for episode 169. Nice. What? <laughs> of the Game Fix podcast on 424. Yeah. 2021. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Fix Podcasts, where you can submit questions for us to answer on the podcast, or you can email us like our co-host Sam did today. That's all those emails were from Sam. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's that's the secret. One. There we he, are. He his uh, baby Todd Howard was up way too late, and <laughs> Sam needed some to occupy his time. So. They were good emails though, so you can use them as a template to write your. Yeah, own hey, you know that's <laughs> that's the kind of discussion you can expect. Sam's pretty good. If at you email emails. us, he he is. It should be like his job or something. Uh, so yeah, email us at gaming at fix.space and we'll we'll enjoy your email on air. In the meantime, you can find me, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite bad movie. On Twitter at CoolSlaw, C O O L S L 4 W, where I'll be tweeting at some sons of bitches as they uh, play days gone. Yeah, as I I play days gone. Uh, Pat, where can people find you? You can find me trolling Vice's various Twitter accounts for their increasingly frequent UFO coverage (laughs) at P Days in Place. (laughs) Tom DeLong, like working at Vice. Is Tom DeLong, like head of Vice now? I don't know, but not trolling as in attacking them. I mean, as in yeah, like trolling, trolling. Uh huh. Uh, Allison, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at w r i t e r s e r e n y t y. Okay, posted from your Vita. Posted from tw- my Vita. That's right. Posted via Twitter for Vita. <laughs> Alex, where can people find you? I'm gonna take a nap. Yeah, you. you deserve uh, yeah, it. I'm probably gonna go do that too. Wait, I'm on such yeah. a weird. I napped for like an hour and a half last night, which is like a really good nap length for me. What else are you going to do when you don't have internet? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was during the time that I did not have internet. My partner got home, we ate some dinner, and then we're like, let's take a nap. And then... uh, Post-dinner nap is dangerous. It was was a long nap. So then I got up, and then I only got like four and a half hours of sleep. Mm. But I'm in that weird place where like, I think I might just have another cup of coffee and ride it out. Uh, Maybe take a nap in the afternoon. It's like the strategy you have to take after doing Extra Life. You gotta just kind of ride it out at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you gotta fix yourself to go back to work. But uh, oh, I didn't even yeah. talk about my my new sim racing pedals that have magnetic load <laughs> cells in them. 
Did you get new? Of- did you get new? Pedals. Oh, okay. Well, we can uh, get wow. some pics of that on our all metal uh, all, in all the can for OnlyFans. Um, they read your pressure rather than the position of the brake pedal, so you can get more accurate trail brake. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Stay wet, gamers. Oh God, it's back. Eat a nice, wet, juicy fruit full of grapes. Wet with fruit juice. Oh, yep. Oh God, it's full of grapes. <laughs> Squi- all, all squishy. Uh, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.